Guys, welcome to episode 100 of Open Your Toys Cast. I can't believe we made it. It is amazing. Uh, this is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. Those are Mrs. McFavorite. Oh, shit. <laughs> they are Star Wars, He-Man, or Masters of the Universe, I'm sorry. G.I. Joe and Transformers. Good job. job. (laughs) If you want to kick it with us, you can find us at our blog at OpenYourToys.com. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OpenYourToysCast. Hit us up on Twitter at at OpenYourToys. You can subscribe to the RSS via that blog, and you can subscribe to us through iTunes. If you're a streamer, you can find us on Stitcher Smart Radio. You can email the team at team at openyourtoys.com. I still love that. <laughs> it's the, awesome. She team. thought it was really cute that it's we have a team. Adorable. It's adorable. Okay, it's not adorable. It's just really fucking cool. <laughs> and the way we want to hear from you, <laughs> the way we need to hear from you, the way we're not hearing from you, except for one person, uh, <laughs> is our voicemail. You can reach us at 720-235-TOYS. That's... 720-235-TOYS. 8697. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two and a half years. I don't remember. All right. That's a as, lot of numbers. As people can tell, if you're new to the show, our our original long-standing co-host is back with us for episode 100. Would you like to introduce yourself, Mrs. Hey, McFavorite? Hey, I'm What's Happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk as shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, so they already have my number. <laughs> um, I'm Mrs. McFavorite. I'm Slick McFavorite's one and only. And so she knows. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> I don't. What do you want me to say? Uh, that you that keep we... it real. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, this I talk a true. lot of shit, and I'm going to make some people really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so just don't put me in that position. Yeah, listeners, don't put me in that position. Yeah. Don't put, nobody and puts baby in the corner except for two, because she's literally. I'm going to bust that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, if people want to reach you, sir, how can they? Uh, basically, the uh, Toy World Order fan group is the best way to get a hold of me. Very nice, very nice. And don't you have a website for that uh, Toy World Order thingy? Well, yeah, it's it's toyworldorder.com, but I um I don't even know if we have email. <laughs> I'm sure Jason gets email. <laughs> Be a little bit more excited, dude. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, how it goes. Know. These are straight man suits. Basically. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> welcome to an hour and a half with me. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, and if you want to get links to anything that I talked about before, including Dave's Toy World Order fan page and website, it's 
in the show notes. There you can also find where you can get in contact with Roger, Mr. Toy Goon. Uh, so on the Facebook, you can find me under Toy Goon, all one word. On Twitter, I think it's Toy Goon. Uh, yeah, Toy Goon 11456. And you can email me at toygoon116 at gmail.com. Is there a lot of us in there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Swayze, how can people find you, sir? You can find me here at 720-235-TOYS. <laughs> or on Facebook, uh, just facebook.com slash robot. Uh, Twitter, which is twitter.com slash underline robot. Or you can check out me and my buddy Brad's uh, dope-ass website full of random shizzle kebabs, which is plasticfreak.com. Yeah, he was recommended by Thorazine. You remember Thorazine? What about Thorazine. your Christian uh, mingles? Uh... <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. It's Christian I... mingles. <laughs> The harmony account. My, my inbox blew up, so I had to shut it down. They kept trying to get subscription fees out of me. I'm like, bro, what's up with that? I thought this was like a Christian community, and you was just trying to help a brother out. And no, if I wanted to hand out money, I'd have gone to church, dude. Sorry. <laughs> Vern, where can people find you, sir? Uh, on the Facebook, you can find me at uh, Vern.Phillips uh, and, and any social media outlet, uh, Vans28Skate. That's V-A-N-S-2-8-S-K-8. And uh, I'm just going to say it's opening day for baseball, so if there's any other Oriole fans out there, you want to talk shit, get a hold of me. I'm, I'm, I can't get much more excited than, than – well, it's tomorrow for the O's, but tonight – I was going to say – Yeah, tonight that. it's opening day for three three teams or six teams, but – us tomorrow. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me at Facebook at facebook.com slash open your toys or on Twitter at Slick Favorite. Or you can also email me at slick at open your toys. Yes. All right, Mrs. McFavorite, what are you drinking tonight? A lot. What, is what aren't you drinking? <laughs> So before the cast, it was McCormick's vodka, and now that we're on the cast, I am drinking. Uh, I have. <laughs> so close. <laughs> she almost spilled her pint glass. No, of I wine. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before, I used to be a beer and shots kind of girl, and now I am a beer and wines. Kind of girl. You mean wine and shots, girl? <laughs> and now I'm barren. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he said, I don't know. <laughs> All right, you're going to read the description. Okay, so I'm drinking <laughs> signature copper log, proudly brewed with the grains from America's heartland and toasted malt for its smooth signature taste. That's right. Bush signature copper All right, lager. So I'm drinking. I can't. I'm laughing too hard. Okay, we'll come it. back to you. Dave, what no. are you drinking, sir? Uh, just my usual dietary Coke. Yeah. There's no description on there. There's not. It's soda, so it's uh, Diet Coke with cherry flavor and other natural flavors. <laughs> 12 <laughs> fluid ounces. 
355 milliliters. For, for you, uh, for you non-Americans out there, there's some <laughs> metric system for you. All right, Vern, what are you drinking, sir? I am drinking some uh, Bacardi vodka, and then I have two little minis here. Bacardi vodka? Yeah, what the fuck just happened here? Bacardi, man, vodka. It was a fucking, it was a fucking birthday present for my girlfriend, and I'm drinking some of this shit. It's and rum. What's that? It's rum. Yeah, Bacardi's rum, dude. All right, well then, hold on a second. I'm reading it here. <laughs> uh, hold on, Bacardi Dragonberry. Is it rum? I thought it was vodka. No, that's no. rum. Dude. Okay, well I'm drinking rum then. Excuse the fuck out of me. Yes. And and I have two uh, minis of Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, which I'm going to have throughout the show. Well, cheers to you for joining yeah. the Bacardi Club. <laughs> and I got to drive an hour and a half, so let's let's. Uh... Oh, you're fucking mint. You're good to go, <laughs> yeah. man. I know. I think I might be calling her a cab. Uber to the airport. <laughs> Now that I finally got my shit together, um, I'm drinking Apothic Crush. I am now a wine drinker, so it's good stuff. And it's good stuff. stuff. I don't know. Now I'm nervous. The first taste. (laughs) It's red wine, and it's amazing, and it's like 14%. Swage, what are you drinking, sir? <laughs> are you sure you want me to start talking right now? <laughs> I'm really disappointed in myself. Wow. Really wow. disappointed in myself. And I'm yelling. You're the show. You're the show. Go. That's right. That's right. I'm drinking 151 with some pineapple juice. And because I put in way too much rum, Vern. <laughs> you're right it says we're in a bottle strawberry rum <laughs> hey right, well in fairness Vern is that is that bottle in color or no it's clear it? it's clear like vodka that's not vodka <laughs> yeah, okay um, but I put a little way too much rum in it and so I filled it also with some orange juice no pulp not from concentrate straight right. straight gangster virtual oh, yeah. high five not not concentrate is the way to go. That's right. All right, Roger. What you got, sir? Uh, I'm drinking uh, a fresh cup of Folgers coffee. Ah, <laughs> did you just did you have to work last night? Yes. So I've only been awake for about an hour. Yeah. Okay. So the best part of waking up is Folgers in your, your cup. cup. I was gonna say it, but you beat me to it. Hell yeah. yeah. He's he's got those supervised visitation hours today. He's got to play it straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something that Miss McFavor couldn't squeeze out here. So, Apothic Crush is smooth red blend. The first taste entices, stimulating senses. The next taste ignites, arousing the passion. A decadent red blend that combines red fruit flavors with notes of caramel and a velvety smooth feel. No wonder you that, made, that just made my nipples hard. I was gonna say. All I, all I know is Slick just popped that ping <laughs> that ping pong ball out for. Her. <laughs> and all I have to say is that that's the reason why most of the liquor store guys like me. <laughs> yes. All right, let's go ahead and get into con news. First up, BotCon schedule has been released. Now, so Swage, since you're selling, like, do you 
do you literally just sit there the entire time the dealer room's open? Or are you one of those dealers that'll sneak off and go see a panel or something? Well, I, I typically don't have uh, manpower like a lot of these bigger guys do where they can do whatever the fuck they want all the time. So oh. I'm generally pretty protective of my shit as well. So I'm usually at the table. I don't really get to go to panels and stuff because, you know, I'm trying to make that money. And I got to be there to do that. So plus I'm, I'm not, I can't, I can't be in those kind of rooms and those situations and not do shit or say shit. So I think it's safer that I don't go to the panels. <laughs> Keep Swage busy. Yeah. I mean, you should have said like when I did the, you know, I did a, I did a panel last year. Um, we were the first podcast. Uh, oh, that's good. To- I forgot. Yeah, and and, and, and I and I tried and tried and tried to start a riot in there, and it just <laughs> it just wasn't riot. It just wasn't the right crowd. Like they just weren't feeling my vibe. So, you know, <laughs> that, that's the only panel I've been to, if that counts. I mean, if, as selfish as it sounds, but <laughs> required attendance. It's like, yet I can't. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where when when I sell at toy shows and stuff like that, I I don't give a he shit. I'm just like, uh, not you. When I'm by myself, mm-hmm. I said, I just tell the guy next to me, hey, can you watch my shit? I'm going to go out. Yeah, I mean, every once in a while, if like nobody else is around, I might do that, but it's real fucking fast because I don't like asking for help anyway. So, yeah. Oh, I know how that feels. Yeah, Switch <laughs> is a bitch like that, so. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> hey! Uh, so, did you guys get to look at the schedule at all? I guess we don't have too many Transformers fans outside of uh, Swage and I, but there's a script reading with Judd Nelson, David Kay, uh, Venus Nelson. Terzo. I know that name. I know that name. The actor. I know that name. <laughs> Uh, Judd Nelson, Breakfast phone? Breakfast Club, yes! Fist in the Air. Yeah. Yes, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. He voiced a Transformers character for I don't know ten minutes of a movie. That <laughs> makes me excited. And, uh, and for some reason, there's a <laughs> VIP event to meet him where you have to pay over a hundred bucks. Okay, that doesn't make me excited. <laughs> <laughs> I then again, um, I'm not going to be there. So what? Yeah, I mean, there's not there's not too many amazing panels here. Uh, the Aaron Archer panel would be kind of cool. He uh, ran the Transformers team from Beast Wars up till uh, right before Robots in Disguise. So I think, or right before Prime. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. He was the one that kind of uh, spearheaded the whole uh, classics universe uh, line, Chugs as it's called. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, I did want to say uh, congratulations to uh, the Cybercast podcast because I'm actually cool with one of them, which is Primal Sabbath. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's like one of the most diehard, hardcore fucking Beast Wars fans in the fucking world. But with that said, he's actually cool as shit. So, uh, you know, that, that's cool for him. And Jame, which is Victory Saber 77, that dude's cool as shit. Uh, and the other guy, this is my favorite part of this though. Cybercast is actually hosted by a guy who is a complete tool and also has a third party toy in his name. And he gets, he gets to do a botcon podcast. Check that shit out. 
<laughs> so two of the three are really cool guys, but yes. the main guy is a jackass. Yeah, there's just something real fucking weird about that dude. And uh, he, well, and see, a part of this though too is like he fucked with some of my dudes. Like you know, I'm cool with uh, ROC, the Realm of Collectors. You know, it's just a bunch of dudes trying to get collecting, you know, to do it safe and fun and so that you know the right people if you want to buy shit used and all that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, I guess he went on their show and then immediately after was, like, talking all kinds of crazy shit about him. And uh, so I'm just like, and I don't know, he just he just brings, like, a weird vibe everywhere he goes. So, yeah, <laughs> fuck him. But the other two are cool as fuck. So congrats to those guys. <laughs> Now, regular podcast or something they put up uh, just on YouTube or something. Where I'm, I'm kind of interested. I've never heard of this podcast before, and it's kind of crazy. They, they must be some uh, uh, club lovers, right, to be able to have a, a panel. I, I couldn't tell you, man. I know Cybercast has been around a while, but I, I think he kind of does like a thousand different fucking things because he lives in his fucking grandma's basement, literally. Like, he's one of those, <clears throat> you know, like, he talks down to people because they can't afford shit or whatever, and it's like, bro, we gotta pay rent, we got families, and he just gets real shitty about it, but he literally podcasts from, like, his grandma's fucking basement. Chuck. <laughs> but he does, I mean, he does, like, video game live streams, like, he does, like, so much over, he, he does it, like, an overkill, and it's like, yo, this dude for real doesn't do shit, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Chuck. From... What's on Joe Mine? It's not Chuck, right? It's not Chuck, right? His name's not Chuck. No, it's um Douche McGiggles, I think. Douche McGiggles. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. I hate to do a whole segment hating on this guy, and because it, it's yeah. I'm, and I'm not mad that he gets the podcast gig. That's you know I'm I'm so happy for the mother two guys because they're so fucking cool. But you have the podcast it, gig. It kills me that Botcon that is also putting in in such plain terms and such bold terms about third party this year they're giving a fucking podcast spot to a guy that has a fucking third party name in his fucking screen name yeah like yeah. Oh, that just that just kills me i'm like are you for real for real <laughs> so i think i'm gonna go and just say his name the whole time they're recording like hexatron fuck the world now that, that could start a riot <laughs> yeah. Well, it would if, if BotCon would actually help this podcast and let them advertise certain shit or give them a good plan of what to do, <clears throat> unlike last year. <clears throat> All right, next up, uh, Hall of Fame vote for that will be presented at BotCon. So, uh, Swage, uh, I know you're, you're in limited capacity tonight, but... Uh, do you know who did you vote already? Are you going to vote? No, I don't. I don't vote with this kind of stuff. It's um, you know, you got three for favorite character, three for underrated, and three for musical act. And the fact that Weird Al is not already in has me angry enough to never vote because that's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. They haven't done any. I think uh, I think Stan Bush is the only musical act. That's, Which is that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Weird Al is a billionaire. <laughs> well, but his contribution to the Transformers, you know, dare to be stupid. Is that is that Hall of Fame worthy contribution? 
Yes. What 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 does Stan Bush have? He has what two songs that he goes around the country for the last thirty fucking years, and they are two of my favorite songs ever. Oh my which god! Ones? Which songs? You got Dare. the touch. Oh fuck <laughs> off! Yeah. Dare, dare to believe. Oh shit! Okay, Jessica, you sing it. <laughs> sing. You got the touch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> so not an official vote, Swage. Galvatron, Optimus Primal, or Omega Supreme? Galvatron, it's got to be. Uh, Beast Wars Inferno, Predacon Tarantulas, or Cosmos? I don't even know who two of these three are, so Cosmos. Okay, he, so you have no Beast Wars. He said a lot of words Warrior, really fast. Beast Wars. Inferno, he's the ant. Yeah. Oh, and the ant. Mm, impressive. And, and what do you think Tarantulas is? Well, I, they've made like six of those fucking toys that are all different in the past two years, so I don't even know what the so fuck I'm looking at. going to be a that. Tarantula. <laughs> no, actually, I don't think either one of them was a Tarantula either. <laughs> well, the original one was a Tarantula. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Roger. Maybe I should have came on 20 minutes late to prepare. Yeah. God. God. <laughs> Um, so if you're an art fan, there is just going to be a ridiculous amount of artists. I think they've announced like fucking 15 different artists that'll be there this year. So check that out. I'm not a big art guy myself. Um, and then Swage, uh, let people know how, if they're going to BotCon, how can they find you? How can they support the show by buying shit from you? That's easy. Go to BotCon. Pick your shit up or get in general admission. Walk your goofy ass right in the dealer room. Look for the guy with the fucking mohawk. And on the on the table or over the table, we're going to have a banner that says openyourtoys.com or I will fucking kill you. Is that, <laughs> is that what it says? I can't remember what it says, but there'll be an Open Your Toys banner so, present somewhere. I would like, approve of this. Because it's really vulgar and mean. But really, Mohawk? Yes, I have a fucking he has Mohawk. A Mohawk. <laughs> and it's inspired by a fucking toy, so there. And it's not even on his head. That's the scary part. You get to guess where it goes. <laughs> no, no. It's no, a tank talk. <laughs> It's a what? Tay talk. <laughs> you know, I, I've done that a couple times. <laughs> I, I thought that was a landing strip. <laughs> you don't know what the Spider-Man is, but you know what a Tay talk is. <laughs> Going to throw up right now. Oh, oh, oh Literally. She needs. So, she needs to see that snail picture I put up on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So look for the OpenYourToys.com banner. Hey, and... hey, Slick. Just so you know, just so you know, I just made your wife gag on air. Just saying. Repeat, repeat. I fucking hate boys. <laughs> I, just, I hate boys. So JoeCon is coming. How about yes, that? Yes, it is. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right roger so you're not going to joke on uh i and 
Are you? Did you do the box set at no, all? No, I didn't do the box set. No. Are you not a Sky Patrol guy? I am a Sky Patrol guy, but I will wait until after and it goes up online, and I'll probably buy it then. So wait, you're not going to Jokot now? No. What the fuck? No, a few episodes ago, he said he can't do it. So. You can say what the shit. Okay. Uh, anyways. What yeah, the shit's I, a I was, fun I was hoping he was going to be my designated driver. My designated driver? <laughs> Everybody say it with me. What the shit. What the yeah. shit. What the shit. What the all shit. You gotta, all you got to do is get from Seattle to Denver. That's like a $100 flight. And you could be. Oh, I know. I know. Trust me. After the show, I'll tell you exactly why I won't be going. Okay, well, um, <laughs> since you're our Joe guy, can you tell me what Adders stands for? Uh, well, it's supposed to be a vehicle. Okay, what did the vehicle ladder stand for? Ah, uh, fuck. And the pressure's on. I'll just Google that right now. I was going to say, nope, too late. Wait, Dave, do you know the, what Adders the, stands for? What's the music? Uh do, 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 yes, do. that. Jeopardy. Dave? Jeff- Somebody? Dave? Roger? Dave? Dave are you listening to us on your speakerphone, Dave? Speakerphone? Speakerphone. Oh, he literally just was like, yeah, we're talking about BotCon. I'm going to take <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I... <laughs> He's looking it up. He's fucking looking it up right now. He's Googling it, too. It's a Google off. He's like, I'm not not peeing. <laughs> I, I was listening. I, I just I have no idea what the adders are. It's, it's something they made up for the, the box set. So I mean, well, they had a figure out that was an adder as well. Uh, the adder is supposed to be a snake, right? But the the vehicle is a, like a little tiny, uh, like a trailer thing that has two big missiles on it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh. And as for the figures, it was a uh, part of the. Not 25th, maybe ROC line. And it was just a dude with a dog. Well, no, there's a vintage adder, isn't there? Oh, no. They tended not to to cross over vehicle and character names back in the old days. Yeah. And then down the road, when they wanted to keep trademarks, they'd play kind of fast and loose with swapping Uh around. (laughs) This is my favorite. I hate uh, boys. I hate them. So, Roger, you'll be picking it up. So, you're <laughs> No, digging... I love boys and their awful minds. <laughs> uh, so, are you digging <laughs> that, like, every character comes with, like, a jetpack wing? No, I think that's like... fucking stupid. Why didn't they go back to the parachutes? Like, the original line had. Yeah, I, I I was a little. The only thing that I'm not, I I actually kind of dig the different backpacks and wing things, but uh, the only thing that kind of sucks about them is uh, it sucked out all the money for extra accessories. <laughs> so you literally get that backpack and a rifle. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what is she laughing at? This is great. <laughs> it's, it's that suck. Out. <laughs> Suck it out. Suck it out. I, I like the Air Devil. I like uh, the Sky Creeper. 
Yeah, I'm digging on the Cobras. The Cobras it's... are good. I hate the static line because he's supposed to, the original figure had like this badass afro and this guy just has a helmet. Yeah. And that's what people have been complaining about is all the helmets are not removable. Yeah. Even some of them look ridiculously large and should be removable. <laughs> she, okay. And now she's weeping. <laughs> this is the best show ever. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do, what do you think about the box set? It's it's okay. It's fine. I'm, you know, they they look a little more cobbled together than usual, but eh. I mean, I'm not backing out on you, Slick, so I, I, I still want to buy it from you. Getting my box set, so I want to make sure you're happy no, no, with no, it. No, 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 I, I, want, I'm, I want the figures, I, you know, just, but I'm not like, I, I, you know, I wish they'd been better. Like, you know, I, you know, like you said about Static Line, I mean, that was his whole thing, is you had that, that great kid and play haircut, and you're like, oh, you <laughs> couldn't get boss fight to do. When I saw that figure, I was waiting for to see that haircut, and they're like, did yeah. you put a helmet on him? Like, fuck that. You couldn't well, get Boss but, Fight to do one miserable head sculpt? Did you yeah. burn your bridges that badly? Well, uh, so what's crazy is, if if you guys didn't know this, is uh, the Four Horsemen did these head sculpts. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's I, a little. I can't believe that they, like, that's just kind of gotten brushed under the rug because the two fandoms seldom cross lines but yeah the four horsemen have it did all their sculpting for this year so i have a question here so the flying scorpion and you see his face he's got that big fucking scar on it and shit is that the the head sculpt from the cesspool they did yeah oh fuck off (laughs) at least he has a removable helmet yeah so but yeah i uh, so so Dave's doing my box set and I'm doing the bag set. I I like the Cobras, uh, but I'll probably be selling off the Joes. I just I don't have any connection to Sky Patrol, so I'm only keeping the figures I look cool. So which are pretty much none of them. <laughs> it's the Cobra ones. Yeah. Well, the black and red Cobra ones, not the yellow guy. Um, all right. So, uh, PowerCon. So if you're going to PowerCon, you can now RSVP, which another, uh, a cast member has, uh, backed out on, on a con that they're supposed to be going to. So, yeah. so I'll be the only one at two different cons. Way to go, everybody. What? <laughs> what? Which one? What con is this? And who backed out? This is Masters Con, This man. is the Masters, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and con. it sucks because this has turned into be a really good con too. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, guest list so... is like ridiculous. What is this He-Man shit? Alan yeah. Oppenheimer's coming now. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the besides RSVPing yeah. for it. That's the only other note we have on the okay, show. Okay, when is this? March, March thirty-first. Uh, well, and that's the crazy shit. What do you mean, March? It's like, fucking March? April. Oh, How was? I was looking. I was <laughs> looking at the the, the, the date of this. No, it's June fourth and fifth. Yeah. Oh. So I'm literally going to be driving to LA, doing a con by myself. <laughs> Listen to this guy. I just pouring it on. No, this is <laughs> the, this is news to me. No, it's not. Yes. This hey, is it sounds one. like you're gonna be doing a lot of stuff alone, anyway, Slick. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no shit. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then uh, and then two weeks later is Joe Con. So these these cons are like back to back almost. Um, this year they announced uh, D23 is going to be happening again. So this is the Disney Fan Expo. And it is right before San Diego Comic-Con. So if uh, last year is any sign, there won't be a a super heavy Star Wars presence at San Diego Comic-Con. Well, they had had that cool panel where they brought out... um... Brought out the whole cast. I thought at Comic Con, wasn't that at Comic Con? No, I thought was that Comic Con. I thought well, that, that was Comic Con. Yeah, I think it was Comic Con because that's when Harrison Ford was there too. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So maybe it was the year before that I was thinking. No, no, because I, I remember last year, like they held back a bunch of Marvel stuff, and I think they held back some Star Wars stuff, but they still had that one panel, and that that, that one panel kind of blew everything away. Cause it wasn't that that was the one with with BB-8 and R2D2 too? No, that that was at Celebration. Oh my god, I don't know who knows. There's so much stuff. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, the panel that everybody was on was Celebration. When everybody yeah. lost their shit when Harrison Ford came out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they did the new cast. The new cast was on for the entire thing, and then they brought out all all the old people for the last like ten minutes of it. Is that where uh, the kid brought out his falcon to get signed, the Lego falcon, and Harrison dropped it on the ground and broke it? What? <laughs> Have you not seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, fuck. You should look it up. It's hilarious. Yeah. Harrison's I, hanging on to, like, maybe the front end of the falcon, and the rest of it just <laughs> fucking exploded on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Harrison Ford, man. He, well, does, yeah. he doesn't even give a shit. That's the funny part about it. So excited about playing Indiana again. I'm like, God, did you see your last fucking movie you did? Well, my theory on that is that the, they did see that movie, and now that George has gone bye bye, they'd like to make one last good one. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's what the the motive because they've got everybody, they've got the A team back. It's just George is gone, so I think they're all like, let's let's end this on a high note. Is Shiloh showing up for this shit? I oh, said God. everyone who matters is back. Okay, okay, That cool. means he won't be there, then. Sweet. They're going to kill him in that movie, right? That would be awesome. Like, that he'll get his heart pulled out by the Hopefully he has another dudes. son that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has That's this other kid. You know, to be fair, he was pretty busy in the 30s, so, I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's right. He's got to have a Russian kid around there somewhere, or a, a German kid. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah. a kid with Willie. I just, I I just hope it's... I hope it's Tommy Gunn from Rocky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So San Diego Comic-Con, only major thing there uh, besides, well, this won't be out in time, but the hotel registration is on April 5th, uh, or the hotel lottery, I should say. But right now, if you are going, you can do uh, the parking lottery. Um, so there's a link on our uh, show notes that'll take you to a web page that will uh, show you how to register for the parking lottery, yes. which I have friends that go every year. So I have basically submitted, I don't know, like 12 different lottery entries. <laughs> Way to beat the system, man. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so last up, uh, it's been, it's been 
this long since we actually uh, have recorded that while in our absence, Fun Pub announced their uh, discontinuation of Transformers conventions and kind of shady whether Joe is going to continue or not. Speaking of which, we were supposed to have Mr. Gary Godso on here. And what's on Joe's mind? Yeah, and I haven't seen him try to ring me. Let me uh, let me see. Let me holler can... at a brother. Yeah, let me see if I can pull him in. Hopefully. What's his name? Gary. Uh, so. Did you say Let's... Gary? Yeah. Yeah. Like Gary. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> hey, Gary. Hey, guys. Sorry, so I I was expecting you to call in, but then I was like, oh wait, it probably shows us as on a call. It says you you're probably, busy. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. Well, we 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 literally just got to the uh, news article about uh, uh, Fun Pub's announcement in regard to Transformers, at least, and how they were somewhat vague about the uh, future of GI Joe. Okay. So, uh, if, if I'm sure anybody for the show it knows who you are and knows what you do, but uh, please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and why you're on the show. We make things so easy, Slick. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, I want to thank Slick and, and, the, and the cast of the uh, Open Your Toys cast for allowing uh, me to come on tonight. Uh, I am Gary Gotso. I am one of the co-hosts of the What's on Joe Mind podcast. Uh, you can find us in a lot of the same places that uh, you find Slicks and uh, your cruise podcast. You guys have been a great f- uh, friend of our show for a long time. We've been admirers of yours as well. And uh, we are been making the rounds here to a lot of our friends' shows to uh, promote and uh, bring awareness to a campaign, a petition campaign that we've been putting on um, very simply put, called uh, hashtag Save GI Joe. Uh, although uh, the, the hashtag Save GI Joe part doesn't adequately describe kind of what we're trying to do, but uh, if you go to change.org, uh, the petition site, and simply type in uh, Save GI Joe or just GI Joe, you'll bring up our petition. And really, the petition is calling for uh, Hasbro to continue the GI Joe convention tradition into 2017 and beyond. Uh, the information from our sources and, you know, we're, we're as you know, our G.I. Joe only show. So kind of we're able to work the phone, so to speak, and, and have a set of contacts, a set of friends out there that, that, are, that are willing to talk to us. Uh, the information that we're getting is that uh, one way or another, the, there's probably not going to be a show in 2017. Bullshit. And, and that's, what we're, that's what we're trying to uh, – bring awareness to and uh if if they stop the show train you know that 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 just brings up so many other factors of trying to restart the hobby and everything that it's it probably pretty much mean the death of gi joe so uh as we said on other shows and, and as uh mike our my my uh my co-host so adequately said is gi joe and the convention pretty much are in the same pool right now if if, if one fails the other one fails and that's pretty much the end. That would be the end of our hobby for at least the uh, foreseeable near future, maybe five, ten years. And maybe if they decide to start it back up after that. But then you're talking maybe a whole new group of fans and people that are willing to get involved. So we've uh, we've 
put together the petition. Uh, as of this current uh, moment, it's at, uh, we've cleared the 2200 mark. We're at 2221. Uh, so we're still taking petition, uh, still taking signatures on that. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash save G.I. Joe, where you can get on there and uh, share your Joe Con memories, share your positive G.I. Joe memories. Uh, we're also working on uh, a web page here that will be out uh, hopefully very soon that will have uh, kind of just your one place, uh, one stop shop portal to, you know, click to go to the portal, click to go to the Facebook page. Uh, also, uh, one of our other uh, co uh, hosts, excuse me, Joe Colton is a part of the, uh, the G.I. Joe cosplay group, and they did an awesome uh, video of Cobra Commander wants you to save G.I. Joe. And uh, I don't know if you've seen that kind of out in the viral uh, spices already, but uh, that's also on the change.org uh, page. But we'll also supply links to that and everything. So everything you need to know, all the information you need to know about what the petition entails and what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, it might not be much. Maybe we are offering up false hope. But at this point, something's better than nothing. And that's all we're trying to do. So that's kind of interesting because even though I I signed the petition, I've looked at the site. <clears throat> so it's not necessarily that you're you're petitioning them to keep the con with Fun Pub, just to maintain a yearly convention. Is that the goal? Yeah, that is absolutely it, and, that, and it's pretty much described in the first paragraph of the convention is that we understand based upon the, the ambiguity that we've been getting from FunPub and everything, that, fun, that FunPub's lost its license is effective at the end of the year. That ship has sailed. I don't. There's nothing that we can do to rescue that. And, and besides, a lot of people, a lot of the members of the fandom had a lot of problems with FunPub. So we realized we're not going to tell Hasbro how to do their business, who they should do business with, and what we realized that that has that's that sailed it's gone it's not probably coming back but we would like someone either who has the license now and, and there's there's several rumors about who has a license and, and that type of thing there's someone that has a license they're choosing not to do something with it or there's some the license simply just hasn't been picked up so those are the two things that we've heard uh we would be encouraging someone that if you have it let's do something with it if you don't have it let's have someone pick it up and do something with it because we're trying to show what the number of uh, signatures and, and the interest to draw them up for this thing is that there is interest behind a yearly G.I. Joe convention. Yeah, and, it, and I know it's definitely that the club has been a little bit polarizing in the past. Um, I, I've always kind of enjoyed it. it. It's had its ups and downs. You know, the club has done things that I think that they've done really well and things that they could improve upon um but i'm kind of with you i i would just like to see something from joe because all all we've seen from hasbro is it's all dependent on a movie and and not just dependent on a movie but depending on a successful movie so i'm with you just anything we can do to kind of keep the brand rolling um I don't know. Maybe we have young listeners that are aren't aware of quote the dark times, the mid '90s. You know when when there was really nothing out there. Um, it, it was kind of sad, and to me, right now it is kind of sad to go into major retailers 
even true now is clearancing out, you know, a lot of their right. 50th stuff and not see any Joe on any pegs, you know. Well, if you think about it also, it's it would be the third time that they've they've kind of put the, the particular brand to dark because they kind of put it to dark after the 12-inch line, and there was a few years before the three-and-three-quarter-inch line went, and then, as you talked about, the dark times at uh, 94, 95, 96, when there was absolutely nothing uh, G.I. Joe. I mean, do we want to go back to that again? I mean, how many times can this particular brand take take strike? Something new, something with G.I. Joe. That's fine. We're not trying to crystal ball anything. We're just trying to keep the focus squarely on the convention and, and the need to continue the convention and that particular tradition going forward. And whatever, whatever type of G.I. Joe they want to attach to that, whether it be a future G.I. Joe, Sigma 6, G.I. Joe Extreme, you know, whatever, fine. You can attach that to, to, to the convention in the future. But that's all we're advocating. This is just a continuation of the G.I. Joe, of the G.I. Joe uh, convention. And if you're going to attach that to something new with G.I. Joe, then so be it. That'll be great. Well, and, and so that's a good point. So uh, Rogers, our Joe guy, but of course we have Dave. That's a that's a big Joe guy. And now Vern is is having the reins. Uh, he jumped so, in like the worst time. I know. It, it, I know. It's <laughs> like I'm all excited and it's like there's nothing there. <laughs> and uh, so Roger, I mean, so I know I – the, the thing I like is is the military aspect of it. So, Roger, would you like an adventure team storyline to go forward? You know, less war, more extreme, you know, conditions or, you know, scientist kind of stuff. What about, what about ninjas? How about some ninjas? <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on ninjas. <laughs> Um, uh, you know what? There's more bigger things happening in the world that G.I. Joe could tackle. Like, there's corporate espionage. There's, like, Cobra, I get it. I mean, you're not going to make a toy line about anti-terrorism when terrorism is, like, right on our front doorstep and no one wants any part in it. But there's other things happening. Like, you know, uh, the storyline of the Renegades, G.I. Joe Renegades. That was a great storyline. Why don't they just continue on with that? You know, Cobra's the corporate empire, and they have their own, you know, like Walmart scenario going on, and G.I. Joe is slowly under, you know, under, uh, covering, under. like taking it out and finding out what's going on and things like that. I mean, there was flaws in that story plot with all the Vipers and stuff, but at the end of the day, that was, you know, a brand new scenario. You're still getting your military team, and you're still getting, you know, Cobra at their, at their finest, so... You know, there's many options there they can take to, to keep this brand going. I'm not sure why they're continually hung up on the anti-terrorism scenario, but. Well, and, and I guess, uh, it's, sorry, Dave, I'll let you chime in too, but uh, I guess my main thing is why does it need, why does it have to be uh, mass, why does it have to have mass appeal? Um, this is... To me, this money. is a perfect opportunity. Yeah, this is about money, man. It has nothing to do with, you know, the yes. fandom. It has to do with money. They Hasbro likes money, and when Joe's not making money, then 
Hasbro ditches it. And, and as much as everybody hates Nightlick, Nightlick was able to print a multi-billion dollar, I don't know if they're a billion dollar, but a hundreds of million dollar company like Mattel to do a small subset collector stuff. Do you, th- you know, do you guys and, think that the Joe community would support a line like Masters? Because I mean, they didn't. Well, they didn't. I'm saying, like, if you think about it, Masters fans definitely know what it's like for their product to go away. I mean, after, yeah, and after I'm glad the, you mentioned that because that's we've we've right. mentioned that a number of times in, in other interviews we've done that if anybody, if it, people that specifically that were looking to sign this petition, even if you don't like GI Joe, if you're a Masters fan, you feel we're feeling each other's pain kind of right yeah. now. Definitely, for sure. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead. No, no, that, you're absolutely right, because uh, you figure after the cartoon failed, you know, in 2001 or whatever it was, we didn't get anything for years. You know, it was nothing. And then, you know, all of a sudden, Mattel comes out, like Jason was saying, with the subscriber-only line, and, and it's done very well. I just wonder if Joe would do well like that if, you know, if, if Hasbro decided to do come along and do the same same type of, uh, you know, scenario with that. Joe, yeah, I- for I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump on your slick. Uh, Joe, for a while back in the, uh, when they were still, uh, when Sigma Six was at mass retail, they did the direct to consumer off of Hasbro Toy Shop, and I don't know how successful that was, but I, I I do know that it did lead into kind of the idea of returning back to the three and three quarter inch scale, and then of course it was right on the the cusp of the 25th anniversary and the whole new uh, modern era style construction. Uh, they could do that. I, I, could, I could see it working. I'd be all right with that. Uh, but I could see a lot of folks. Uh, either way, I mean, you, you know how the Internet goes, right? You're going to get 50 percent that are for and there's going to be a very loud 50 percent that are against. And, you know, you can just go on from there. But it's, it is a possibility. And I would gladly take that over nothing at all. What about if they change the format of the figures from like three and three quarters, to like a six inch style, which just seems like, you know, most companies today for the collectors more than anywhere going towards. You know, I mean, I know I would definitely support a six-inch GI Joe line. You know, we know we've guys like about Dave, that. Dave. Dave is a three and three-quarter collector. You know, yeah, we talked about that a number of times on the show about because the, there was rumors they announced it was a six-inch line, and thankfully it wasn't announced. And I don't think a six-inch line would so well if it was just rehashing six-inch character. Uh, hold on, you're 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 breaking you're, up. Yeah, you've turned into Voldemort. <laughs> uh, go go again, Gary. Oh, did we lose Gary completely? Gary will not be interrupted. <laughs> He's like, you interrupt me, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Like Hasbro's taking this line out once and for all. Yeah, I don't know. They, cut, they <laughs> sent somebody over to fucking Gary's house. Exactly. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you, Gary. You got Go me? All right. Sorry about that. Yeah, there's a Hasbro Hitman out in my front yard. Yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about this before, uh, and, and really we thought that the six-inch line wouldn't do well because right now the three-and-three-quarter-inch line of those type of characters just is not selling at all either. So if they went to a six inch line, which I'm not an all against at this point anymore, I think it would have to be all new characters, all new GI Joe and all new GI Joe, a vision of what they want GI Joe to be. If they were to just do six inch of Dukes and six inches of 
storm shadows and snake eyes and that type of thing. I, I think you come back to the same situation where people just come buy what they want and let the rest sit. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's be so, honest here, Gary. I mean, as Joe collectors, we like our figures, right? And we're not going to go and recollect, like you said, storm shadows and snake eyes and dukes at a six inch level when we already have those in a three and three quarter level that have been mass produced numerous amounts of times anyways. Correct. But they all, people also said that about the star Wars. Wars. Yeah. I was going to say that was my star Wars are a different breed than GI Joe. I agree. I agree. (laughs) But I'm just saying that, that people did say, you know, I was one of those people who said no one's going to buy the same figures over and over again. And I was wrong. I think the the star Wars fandom runs much deeper. It's, Comparing it's anything, that... it's broader, not necessarily deeper. I think I think GI Joe fans really love the line, whereas I think Star Wars has a broad generational appeal. Uh, it... Well, yeah. If, if we're going to go broad generational, then then the, the we're we're GI Joe fans are beat on a factor of at least ten, if not more. Right. So, it, I, it, I think there's it, it much much like when people say, well, it works for Transformers, it works for G, it works uh, for Star Wars. I think that the the pool of potential customers there is much deeper uh, than than what we're we're talking with GI Joe. I think GI Joe just kind of needs to to pick its battles a little bit more, to pardon the pun, a little bit smarter. Um, I, I think anything with Transformers and, and Star Wars, you can just about throw it at the wall and say, ah, there you go, and the fandom would like, ah, great, I'll buy it. Uh, not the case in everything, but in most cases. Well, look what happened when they brought out the Tomahawk and the reissue. Everybody was excited and ecstatic for it. I'm picking up 10. I'm going to buy. And then when it came out and it's like, oh, 30 bucks. Yeah, I'll wait till that goes on clearance. Like, that's yeah. just how we are when, when it comes to G.I. Joe. And and I think that's been the biggest shocker to me is, I to me, Joe has brought the best value to market of any brand. You know, the Sky Striker, the Tomahawk with, you know, super articulated pilots, you know, and all. And to get those both under 50 bucks was amazing. And still, you know, you run into those collectors like I'll wait for Ross. I'm going to wait for TJ Maxx, you know, and it's like I, I, I think I think the fandom has has almost done it to themselves, unfortunately. And and I think people like us that are actually out there and willing to support them and willing to support different points and stuff like that, it may just be a, a little too little, you know. Well, let's just say it. we're we're cheap. That that's just how it is. We're cheap. Yeah. Well, and and the problem is, is there's just not enough people willing. I mean, you talk about. You talk about uh, the Star Wars six-inch line. Like to me, that that six-inch tie uh, tie fighter that's one hundred and seventy dollars was a miserable failure in my opinion because I've seen the same three ones at every single Target I go to on a weekly basis. But in in interviews, Hasbro has said it's done amazing, and we're going to do another two hundred dollar vehicle next year. You know, yeah. and it's just like, really? And and like you say, Gary, I think that speaks to the the deepness of the pool of collectors as, you know, they've been able to maintain that. But 
all right, well, enough on the sad part. Let's be happy. Let's go support. <laughs> Let's go support what Gary and the crew are doing. Um, I've signed the petition. Uh, Gary, send me all the links you can. Sure. And, and we'll put them all in the show notes so all of our listeners can go there. And you know what? If you don't collect G.I. Joe, go sign the petition. You know what it's like to be a collector and to, to see your line on the brink you know, just support your fellow collectors, whether you're a Joe guy or not. It, to me, the more we start losing these lines that meant so much to us as kids and to a lot of us as adults now, uh, the more we fall into that ambiguous video game, you know, non-tangible world and and. Quite frankly, I'm old and I don't like it. <laughs> well, it's a good way of putting it. I basically, Me too. We encourage, if, and if you were just a collector of the comics or you just watched a cartoon when you came home as a kid, you don't have any of the toys or you don't have any of the – you have nothing to do with just the convention in general. You have some skin in the game. Go ahead. Sign a petition. They're not going to spam you. It's going to take a couple seconds. Sign a petition. Push submit. You're done. And that's all we're asking. It's just we're asking for – some of your faith, a couple moments of your time, and and that's it. If if you have uh, if uh, you got any couples that are listening, uh, get your significant other to sign up with you because they they like they they will support things that that you support. So get them to sign the petition as well. Uh, you know, you don't have to like I said, you don't have to be a fan of GI Joe. Uh, you you have Masters fans, you have fans of Mask. That you know, there's a there's a light tie on the Joe with Mask. Even if you're a fan of uh, of uh, Star Wars or Transformers, I mean, come on, sympathize with us a little bit. This is an all encompassing campaign. We're not trying to focus in on all the Joe collectors. We're we're trying to just try to send as best as we can with what little resources and what little hopes we have of sending a message. That's all we're trying to do. And the main thing is, is we wanted to do something and then not do anything at all. Because if we just sat here and did nothing at all, this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. We're probably definitely not going to see 20, uh, 2017 Joe Con and beyond. But if we're, we're just trying, we're hoping we got our fingers crossed. We got our toes crossed. We got everything that we can cross that somebody is seeing this, see this petition and i can confirm that uh before i let you guys go that that the hasbro is looking at this petition the right people read between the lines there the right people that we want to see see this petition are it is on their radar screen so the more people that sign it i guarantee the more people will be seen yeah and and we've seen that over and over again that you know you feel like it's just like politics you feel like your vote doesn't count you feel like you can't do anything you can there people are paying attention especially in such uh in such a small community like you know adult toy collectors that kind of thing is you can make a difference so so please get out there and make sure that you know that everybody knows that you want to see this thing continue all right gary well i'm i mean you're more than welcome to hang out with us but again 
as you probably are aware, that we don't have too much Joe to talk about. <laughs> the story, the story of our times, the story of our times, Slick. Exactly. I feel you, man. I feel you. <laughs> the Vitruvian hacks we'll be talking about a little bit acid rain, but yeah, unfortunately, not a oh, lot of Joe. Vitruvian hacks. I'm out. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> No, but I thank you. I thank you guys for all the time and allowing us to come on just to talk about this. And uh, we hope that uh, the folks that uh, pay attention to your show, uh, we get some crossover appeal there. And head on over to change.org, search GI Joe, sign the petition. Go to facebook.com/slash Save GI Joe. You can find links to the petition there as well. And if you have any questions, feel free to uh, hit us up at what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. And whenever I do publish a new show, you'll find. New episodes of What's on Joe Mind at Podbean, What's on Joe Mind dot com. There it is. It's been a while, and uh, we'll be putting them up there. So, uh, congratulations <laughs> on the one hundredth, and uh, hope you guys got many more uh, ready to go. Thank you, thank you, brother. All right, guys, take care. Right. Thanks, man. Bye bye. Take care. All right, bye bye. Vern, did you sign the petition? Uh, not yet, but I didn't. I, I, For shame. I just, For shame on you. I didn't know about it. <laughs> did not know about it. <laughs> I will sign it for hey, sure. Is, uh, is, is Jessica okay with her? She's uh, out. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take a break, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Peace. guys welcome back um so we have a uh, lost one of our hosts I, I she's not actually lost I, I i can see her from here uh but uh mrs mcfavorite <laughs> is she snoring no she she managed to fuck you when i said that <laughs> not a girl she's still in uh she'll be taking a break uh whether she'll be back she's permanent uh but she might be back who knows um but let's go ahead and get into toy news uh combiner wars computron so while we've been gone this is literally gone from uh rumor to teaser to prototypes to pre-order um so we're not we're not going to go through every uh every um uh, prototype that the designer's been posting, but so it definitely looks like Combiner Wars Computron is going to be happening. Uh, if you're interested in all the designs, um, supposedly uh, uh, some of them are brand new designs. Me, they still kind of look like uh, retooling of existing designs, but uh, I have mine on pre-order. I, I'm a Computron fan. I thought this so already I, came out. No, no. This is they they've been showing user photos of it and all kinds of stuff for for a long time, but 
now there is literally at least Takara pre-orders up for it. Um, the rumors that are still circulating is that there'll be a Hasbro box set for it as well. And the teaser pictures they've shown of it is literally different characters as different limbs. So it's kind of interesting, but nothing to really write home about. Uh, something to write home about is Mattel was fished. Yeah, this is crazy. So if you don't know what a, a phishing scam is, is it's it's basically someone emailing you. Phishing is is the whole I'm a Nigerian prince and you <laughs> deposit five thousand dollars in my bank account. I'll be able to give you one million dollars once I get my inheritance yep. and all this kind of shit. Uh, so that literally happened that uh, that the CEO uh, got an email. Let's see. Uh, what it's is requesting it a new vendor payment from China. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and so he boarded on to his chief financial officer. <laughs> the chief financial officer is like, oh, we need to send three Here's million. Three million. Send it. Go ahead. He fucking Go. did that. Yeah. Yeah. What a dumbass. says the only thing that prevented the total loss was the fact that the following day was a bank holiday. That's the only thing that saved his ass. Yeah. So they were able to cancel it before the payment got completed to the fucking fishers. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Now you wonder You sent me 314 American dollars. I give you $60 billion. Pay me now. 20,000 bitcoins. <laughs> so i thought that was a good one anyone that's a maddie haters gotta love that, that that's uh, something fun pub would do <laughs> yeah, no shit and then they would say it's aol's fault <laughs> um uh so something i added to the show notes here again because we have no joe news we'll we'll talk about movie and hacks and more so just kickstarter because this is it's a feature that you can go to any kickstarter campaign and add slash community to the end of it and you get all the stats on where the contributions came from so uh this one specifically for vitruvian hacks so it shows all the all the people that donated and then it shows where they came from, the state or the country, if they're international. So it's kind of crazy to see Los Angeles, New York, and San Francisco and Chicago obviously had the highest of United States. But then you get Dallas, Brooklyn, Toronto, Seattle, Las Vegas, Um it, it's just really interesting to see. It's kind of crazy that like I've, I contributed to it and seven backers is the limit for the cities. And well, I guess my city would be Inglewood. It wouldn't even be Denver. So that's maybe why Denver doesn't show up because we have so many suburbs here. Uh, but it shows countries too. So you have United States versus Canada versus UK, Australia, 
Um, so I'm really excited to start running this URL against any of the campaigns I've donated to to see where action figure contributors are coming from. Uh, Dave, have you seen it? You, you're pretty active on the Kickstarter front when it comes to action figures. Had you seen this, nope. this feature before? Nope, never heard of it until just today. So, yeah, definitely take a look at it. I, I'm going to start running it on, uh, on the uh, Marauder's Task Force stuff. And, and then, of course, I did the Fouche's Feudal. Uh, did you do the Fouche, Dave? No. The Cinch Ninjas? No. They, they look great. They look fantastic. But I just i am not a six inch. I mean, I, I do the superhero stuff, and that's it for six inches. <laughs> I love measurements. All right. Um, next up, uh, Dave, this is from you. Uh, new, the Black Series three and three quarter figures on eBay. Yeah, apparently some some figures showed up on eBay, and it was it was interesting because they're kind of there's like Han in the coat that he wore on um, Starkiller Base, and Captain Phasma, and Leia uh, in that gown that she wore at the end of the film. And they clearly have the super articulation, um, which makes people think that they're going to be part of the uh, Walmart wave. Um, so uh, apparently that a that apparently that might be continuing. And it was interesting to me because those are kind of obscure. Phasma's well, Phasma actually was obscure in the film, but in terms of the marketing, she's been pretty prominent. But like it was just weird that they had these variants of the characters and not like Han in his regular you know jacket and. Um, Leia and her general outfit. Um, so it was just interesting to see that that stuff is going to continue on because, you know, you don't know with Hasbro anymore. I mean, even Star Wars feels like it's going to be one of those kind of, you know, uh, smash and grab kind of uh, cash cash grab lines these days, particularly with, with another movie coming up this, this winter. So Now, and I don't know if you've had a chance to click through because I know you're on your phone uh, to see some of the final prices that those figures went for no i did not yeah but again people when you see stuff from china that means we're about to get it some people just, so they, some people pay, just can't wait man they got to be the first to have everything don't pay 150 dollars for a three and did, three quarter as did you look at that leia did you look at that leia figure it's off it's, it's pretty bad it's yeah. freaking terrible yeah it's like the it's like the talent fighter uh, Tila. <laughs> her eyebrows yeah. halfway up her forehead. Yeah. And again, what these are China samples, so these could be like these could be factory rejects, you know? Exactly. <clears throat> so, and and so once you have a chance, Dave. Uh, there's also there's also a lot of Marvel Legends that you might be I, oh I know that you'd be interested in to see what the ending value was for whoever's stealing these from the factory. Well, and sometimes like with the with the Marvel Legends, I actually got um, when they were still whatever they were before they switched over to this year stuff. I got that last wave with like the White Queen and um, um, Chameleon. I bought those from like a Hong Kong dealer, and I have never seen those at retail ever. So, you know, sometimes sometimes you 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 bite at that. I mean, I didn't buy, pay like a hundred dollars a figure, but I you know, sometimes you bite at that stuff because you don't think you're going to see them. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's always a possibility as well. You you never know, like, uh, <coughs> odd example is I was a Heroes of Cybertron fan, the little uh, galactic heroes, but for Transformers. Yeah. And uh, and they had auctions for an unleashed wave of it. And I'm just like, whatever, we'll see those soon. And then, of course, that line got canceled and those never came out. And now that unreleased wave that some China seller was selling for you know, 25 bucks, now goes for $200 for a ridiculous. Yeah. And that, that Predaking is beautiful. I have that actually. Of the of the uh-huh. of the Cybertron heroes, yeah. No, I'm sorry. They're, I'm they're sorry. heroes of Cybertron. Yeah. Robot so, robot heroes. Robot heroes, yeah. Which are the smallest? Whatever, whatever the Galactic Heroes thing was, I, I have uh, the the Predaking one because that was that was the one that I really wanted, and of course it was the wave that, like like all those like heroes lines. Like, they all had a character in the last wave that I really wanted, and they all got canceled. The Indiana Jones one had Henry Sr. The uh, um, the G.I. Joe one, I think, had the Cobra Viper. And then uh, the, the the Transformers one had Predaking. And um, I don't I didn't pay $200 for it, but I, I I bought it. I've still got it on the card with my Predaking. Nice. What, yeah, okay, so what's on that? What else is in that card? Yeah, I was going to say, what's the other thing? Uh, I have some, some guy who doesn't matter. I can go run downstairs and look. <clears throat> yeah, go downstairs and look, and don't Google it, and prove me to think oh, that you're fucking lying. Use my phone a picture of with my middle finger extended. <laughs> Aww. Sucka. Yeah, who's the aggressive one now, Dave? <laughs> I am. You ran your mouth. And you don't know what you're talking about. Now, now, be careful before. Never mind. Scott's like cutting him out. Yeah, He's, I'm. I'm. Okay. I'm gonna let. Hey, I'm gonna let it go, just... Dave. I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let you have your fun. <laughs> no, no, no! I would hate for you to think that I was lying about something. So I'm just moving predicting. <laughs> I'm asking so that you can be the one informing people about Transformers rarities. There we Ricochet. go. Excellent. Oh. And on the back of the card is Tigatron and Inferno. Yeah, uh, Super Optimus Prime and Megatron. Ricochet and Predaking. Prowl and Laserbeak. Look how excited he is. <laughs> oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> Um, David, I, I truly would love to see a picture, not, not to try to prove you wrong, but because I'd love, I, I don't remember the Predaking and that's just probably cause it's been so long since those unreleased things hit. And now I'm actually kind of excited to see a picture. Rick, of it. Ricochet is pretty sweet too, but that Predaking is fucking awesome. Oh God. I can imagine how good it looks. I mean, for a fucking three quarter inch tall toy. Yeah. Not even three. Those are two and a half inch. That's how. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do I have to prove you wrong? Do I need to take? If you're talking about heroes of Cybertron, those are like two something. See, but no. robot heroes are tiny, tiny. Yeah, we're talking about robot heroes, not the uh, not the little posable uh, S S 
CFs or whatever they were. In. Yeah, those those are bigger than robot heroes usually. Yes, so. those are bigger. But what you're talking about, Dave, are the robot heroes, right? Yeah. yeah. He's talking about those super-deformed little two-and-a-half-inch figures, which makes it even more impressive. All right. Um, MP News, Swage, uh, Ratchet. Has Ratchet even hit yet? It, it hasn't. No, Ratchet has not quite dropped yet. We are just getting this week uh, MP Laser Wave. So Ratchet should be real quick behind him. And uh, yeah, Ratchet actually was kind of looking a little a little harsh uh, because of the Ironhide. And I don't know if I talked about this on here before, but the Ironhide, for some reason, with those hip skirts, looks really weird. And that makes him look real off for some reason. But this ratchet, I like better. Like the white overwhelms the uh, the flaws, I guess, of the hip skirts, which it looks like during the transformation you can actually hide those. Um, but another big kicker was the crosses on his shoulders. When they first showed him, they were like crosses that were overlapped by Autobot symbols, which made it wow. kind of makes it look like not, I don't know, not appealing, I guess. But sweet ass news has come in and you can see that's actually a sticker set so you can use whichever sticker set you prefer so you can have just regular red crosses or the red crosses with the autobot symbols as well oh nice yeah, nice, yeah. and i i've heard that that actually had something to do with the the entity the red cross so they couldn't just paint it on there for some reason um so that makes sense yeah i used yeah. to telemarketing stuff for the Red Cross. So, yeah, I could imagine them taking it. Yeah, well, I mean, first you figure they pissed off the fucking cigarette companies. Now they're helping rescue disaster companies. (laughs) They're just a bunch of villains over there. What are they thinking? And the thing, and, and so the big thing, I satisfied my urge with the die stacks uh, and if people didn't see this coming, you're stupid. Is <laughs> you're stupid. Powered you're fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, powered a masterpiece powered convoy, or in other words, uh, Ultra Magnus with a blue Optimus cab and red, gray, and black accents. And yellow. Don't forget the yellow. Oh, is there and, and some silver. Oh yeah, this is Diaclone, man. See the yellow. I don't. I see. I'm literal. Well, it's being blocked by other stuff on my shelf. One of my Grail purchases. One of the most I've ever spent on a single figure non-combiner was. I have the E Hobby Powered Convoy reissue. Wow. But I don't see a lot of yet. But that's also a knee hobby, so. Yeah, exactly. But I love my die stacks, but that's cool. Um, speaking of which, like you said, uh, the laser wave, or for us in America, the shock wave. Uh, I have the shock wave, the hot rod, and finally the Ultra Magnus Masterpiece. I'm a Hobby Link Japan, so I'm excited. I'm about to have a, about to have a masterpiece 
uh, a masterpiece uh, load blown all over my face. Blown all over your passed out wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which she never used the trash can. And she to. she would never know either. I so. want to load on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so next story is uh, the Black Series Six Inch Future. So uh, Jedi Temple Archives is is one of the sites that tends to get a lot of rumors leaked to them, and and for the most part comes through with flying colors. Uh, they don't report a lot of stuff that doesn't come to fruition. Um, so they seem to think they have their finger on the pulse of the next few ways of the Black Series. Uh, so some of them have been announced. Obviously, we're getting the uh, Revan or Revan, uh, Sabine, the Snow Trooper. Uh, but they seem to think that they know the Rogue One wave that will be coming out right before the movie shows up. Um, so spoilers, uh, I, I'm not going to talk about it. You need to click through the link to see them. Um, but we've got our homie from uh, Firefly in there. Uh, Dave, you're you're still you'll you're still cherry picking this line though, right? You ha- oh, yeah. you went whole hog for the Force Awakens, right? I did up to a certain point, yeah. So including Finn and, and Bloody Mask, you have that, that kind of stuff? No, no. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, yeah, no, I have. That's the last I got was um, the one that came with like Django and Han Solo and Finn with the Bloody Mask. So C-3PO, Red Arm? Yeah, I'll probably skip it. Although I probably will get that Target 12-inch set that's got him. Because it's got BB-8 yeah. and it's got some other weird astromech. Stormtrooper astromech is what he reminds me of. Is yeah. He looks like a support astromech for the Stormtrooper legions. I thought that's why he kind of looked cool. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. That's one in my throat there, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, when a Classics 2.0 slash Filmation slash club grayskull he-man um so i thank god that Vern got his, yeah. <clears throat> his this because i completely forgot that morning sorry Vern. you know what i love is when you go and read the comments when they when maddie posts it there's so many pissed off people <laughs> that they didn't get this he-man figure and it's not good enough that they're you know raffling one off or however they're doing it but uh yeah it's like no matter which, no matter what Maddie does, it's never going to be good enough. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, is he's going for like a hundred. I know. I know. It's now. crazy. Um, so we're talking about your release two months ago. Yep. And he's going for four to five times what you would have paid for him. Yep. And the whole fucking thing, people, is he will be re-released. Yes. Yeah. Like. Just don't get what Masters fans don't get. Wait till Skeletor comes out. It's going to be the same exact shit. Skeletor's going to come out. He's going to sell out immediately. He's going to be selling for a lot of money. 
then six months down the line, they're going to re-release both these figures. And they're talking about the ankle, art, ankle articulation is going to change. So you might yeah. even get a better figure down the line if you wait. See, and that's my whole thing is I'm keeping this motherfucker in the box. Right. Because the box is awesome. Yeah. For this I haven't taken mine out. But the ankles look like shit. Yeah, I don't like them at all. Not one bit. See, I like the function of them. I don't like the look of them. The function is great because you can put them in different poses, (laughs) but the look of them looks like shit. (laughs) I've known so many girls exactly like this. (laughs) (laughs) Forward to is I'll keep I'll keep my off and then I'll buy the reissue that has the quote better ankles. And I'll have the best of both worlds. People trip out about, oh my God, I better buy them now or I'll never be able to buy them. I just, I don't, it's one thing when it's Hasbro and you're talking about an end of the line wave or something like that. You're talking about EU figures like Jason or Jaina Solo where Hasbro's literally come out and said, we'll never re-release these figures again. And it's been five, six, seven years since they've been out. Yeah. We're talking about a collector's line where it's a brand new team where you you got to guarantee that the first thing they said, oh my God, it sold out in five minutes. We need to order 10,000 sure. more of them. You know? Well, it's like the original He-Man from you know 2008. You know, he, He's not available anymore on the Maddie website. But I remember a couple years ago, where you where they were doing Christmas specials where you could get Battle Cat and He Man for thirty bucks. Yeah. So you know it, he'll be back for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, new BFV. The fuck is this? I already forgot what this is. Big fucking badge. Big fucking vagina. Big. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm not the only one that thought that. So. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> big fucking vehicles. We had the big motherfucker, the BMF, the big Millennium Falcon. Um, so rumors are pointing at a vehicle for this fall that will be in the $300 range. Oh what the hell could that be? For three and three quarter figures. They've already did the, they already did the ad at, right? And that's what the rumor says on here is that huh. it's going to be other ad at it might be like, it might do the star destroyer and and that's they're saying either a death star um the the other rumors have been star destroyer or the long rumored or long wanted java skiff i couldn't imagine them doing it i can't imagine that would be 300 bucks i mean i could see a, i could see the death star being 300 a playset, you know if they well, not if they base off the vintage, but if it's anything like the vintage, it's a pretty big playset. But this and not a skiff, sorry, a sail barge. A sail barge and and what they're talking about is they don't know the pack in figures. Right. I you look at the Jabba Rancor thing before it got clearanced all crazy. It was a hundred and thirty, a hundred and forty bucks. Right. And it was just a Rancor, a Jabba, and five figures. Yeah. So it was figures that was increased so that uh dave what could you imagine three and three quarter uh three definitely not six okay a new shuttle um 
you know, uh, the Death Star playset, you know. An Imperial shuttle? Yeah, an Imperial shuttle. Could, yeah, I could see an Imperial shuttle being that price for sure, if it's new. Or the, the no, Blockade Runner. I've never bucks done. for an Imperial shuttle? The vintage mm-hmm. Imperial shuttle was big. That's a yeah, big I shit. I know, I had one, but still, yeah. I mean, that's fucking, that's a lot of money. Even yeah. the reissue is pretty expensive. The Sandcrawler, a new, a new improved Sandcrawler, because I yeah. think the one that they did a while ago was a couple, like a hundred at least. Yeah. Like working tread and everything yeah, might be awesome. The, the Lego uh, set's like three hundred dollars, so I mean, you know. Yeah, but that's Lego, man. They can get away. I with know that. it's Lego, but I'm, I'm saying you could do like a big. I mean, there, there's a lot of big showy vehicles they could do. Well, how much is the Lego Death Star? Isn't that really expensive too? That's four hundred. Uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, so one question for people that do have the Imperial shuttle, was that all ready to scale? No. So it, it's still smaller than it should be yes. for true scale. Yeah. <laughs> I, have the, uh, I have, I have the vintage shuttle right here, right here next to me. It's pretty goddamn big. <laughs> so big bigger than that. That's going to be an expensive ship. Were you just uh, loading and unloading your emperor or something in it? No, no, I just have it. I have it right here on my on my display, and I'm looking at it. And out of all the vintage ships I have displayed, it's probably almost twice as big as everything else I have there. What's well, that big yeah. giant yeah. tail? Oh, that big fin on the top of it. The on that thing, you're probably talking about two feet wide. Which uh, big props to Swage for posting up his uh, collection picture and a retort to my. Uh, is all you own oh, is yeah. doll. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll wait to hear what I've got and, and what do we get news. All right. Yeah, all right. suckers. Well, first up, Maddie Q&A. Uh, next year's sub, so people are saying like, oh, this uh, bi-monthly figure sub did so great this year. Are you going to go back to monthly? And they said, nope. Next year will be... Uh, and and you should know this. They plan this shit a year in oh, advance. Yeah. So next year will be a bi-monthly as well. They did say Thundercats will go from four to six figures. Um, and then they said they are going to try to update the ankles as soon as possible. Yeah, I've seen that. That's not surprising at all. Yeah, probably. They said probably not in time for Skeletor or Beastman, but for figures after them. So are they re-releasing the, the original line again? No, it's it's based off the Filmation cartoon. Oh. Yeah. So are we going to get, like, uh, another Triclop or yep. Fisto and shit? Yeah, more than likely if it keeps going, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how far it goes. Uh, they've done... They've talked about Skeletor, Trapjaw, Evil Land... Beastman, and I think that's it that they've actually talked about. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, something I thought was really cool, and Dave, I don't know if you remember this, uh, the uh, Boss Fight Studios uh, Kickstarter, I know it was the $1,000 donation, but I don't know if you got... A bunch of cool stuff, and in addition, you got this head sculpt. Um, I guy... think you got like the the basic uh, Kickstarter thing, and then the head sculpt. I don't think it was all in, actually. Wow. I don't remember. So... I don't remember now. To to be fair, it's been a while. It's been like two years. 
and I didn't do my due diligence and research it, but we got the guy that actually donated to get his head done as a head sculpt. And I can really appreciate the, the gesture he made because I can't do the one eyebrow up. My face just doesn't do it. But when you translate it to a, a three and three quarter inch figure, it just look he, looks like he has derpy eye. It, it doesn't look <laughs> derpy eye. It looks nothing like him. I don't think it looks anything like the guy. Well, the guy has well, a. He doesn't beard. have derpy eye. Yeah, I don't know. And and I don't think they wanted to make him half bald yeah. like the guy is, so they gave, gave him a little him more a, hair. It <laughs> I can appreciate that. I mean, good on this guy. This guy contributed. He made, he made, <clears throat> maybe in his small part, he made all of us get more of these. And this wasn't uh, uh, Vitruvian Hacks. This was Marauder Task Force. But he got us a lot of extra figures and weapons and stuff. But, yeah, it, it's interesting to say the least. So if you're curious to see what, a professional studio could turn you into for an action figure. Go ahead and take a look at the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Third party DX nine Warren pocket Megatron. Um, Swage. Now that you're into the big bots, the city bots and stuff, are you at, at all any more interested in the Legends class? You know? I, I am, but not for fifty two ninety nine for a Legends class. How big is that? That is less than three inches tall. What? Yeah. It's yeah, cool. Legends it's class. Are like, Legend, damn, official right. Legends are right now, I think, are between ten and twelve ninety nine retail from Hasbro. Yeah. This motherfucker is looking at BBTS right now for one is fifty two ninety nine. But and it's to give you Megatron gun, that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, but they already have a Takara one and oh. a Has and a Hasbro one, and there's a TFC Target Roid that came out a couple of years ago. That's a fuck of a lot cheaper than that. And to put that into perspective, from the same company, you can order a three pack, which is Galvatron, Scourge, Cyclonus, and that's only fifty four ninety nine for three. Yeah, that's what kind of got me. Is so, is there yeah. Or three paints, whatever, are literally two dollars more for three figures. But he does come with his full accessory pack. So the yeah, stock... and look at the yeah, and the fucking the shit is doesn't even fucking look right. Look at that fucking scope. See, his scope is is a lot closer than a lot of G one Megatrons we've got. Like, uh, mm -mm. You, well, you think of that horrible masterpiece. Megatron. That scope is the same height of the entire figure, you know. But yeah, because it becomes a battle station. The <laughs> sc the scope on this is like miniature legends, and then the fucking the stock and the you know the the extension are like three times as big. I don't know. I mean, the Megatron looks okay at best, but fifty some dollars. Yeah, you can eat shit on that. That's crazy. Well, and the problem is, I think, is uh, so I have that hybrid Optimus Prime. It's one of my favorite figures. It is literally 
a mass. It, it's literally MP10 shrunk down to about six inches long. And so they show it in a comparison with it, and it is absolutely perfect in scale with that. Maybe a little bulky, um, especially the chest. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. All of these DX9, the Warren Pocket or the Iron Factory, it's all, they're all kind of hard to swallow at that price point. But um, fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, G Warner. Uh, so he expressed some interest in in kind of explaining his process and stuff, and I never heard from him again. Um, so if you're listening, or if you've got somebody that knows you that's listening we would love to get your input on some of this stuff um but he has teased his new 82 collection um so this is the joe transport the jump pack the um what's it the how is that the gun yeah and then artillery laser what's up yeah (laughs) <laughs> there you go and then the missile what is the except for it doesn't look like it has missiles on it it's, which is yeah like... it looks like it's just the the trailer it's the MMS no this is says multi-purpose cannon trailer huh I wonder if that's the howitzer that's weird Dave any input you know what yeah. are, are you able to look at these silhouettes I'd have to I'd have to hunt for it. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. It just doesn't have a lot of definition. Anyways. Yeah, because it looks like the the howitzer bottom, but it doesn't have the the gun attached to it. Uh, so maybe that's maybe the howl is supposed to go on. Oh, that's probably what it is. Is the howl supposed to go on that trailer? Yeah, that's what it kind of looks like. Yeah. All right. So next up, uh, three and three quarter Rathar. Ugh. Uh, um, Ugh. Really? I don't like. I, mean, yeah. I, I didn't even like it in the movie. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't I'm... either, but I never like. There's never custom Star Wars stuff, so I was like, "There's finally a custom Star Wars thing." Um. This guy's an industrial designer and used a 3D printer, and he did the Rathar from um, Force Awakens. He did a bunch of other stuff. There's a link to some of his other things, like the the Crate Dragon, which is based on a Macquarie drawing, and the TIE Defender from the, the TIE Fighter video game series. He's a really talented guy. I, I wish Hasbro would do the, the Defender, because that's my favorite ship. It's an amazing ship. Um, so did you... I the One of the main reasons I included it because I'm a big Crate Dragon fan, but I, I actually didn't have time to click through. So the TIE Defender, can you actually purchase that? Um, or is it just a more almost a custom? No, it's there. I, I think they're all customs for him. I don't think it's an, an order Maybe thing. Actually yeah. purchase. You know what's funny is if you look through the comments, it's like, Oh, he'd be okay as long as he doesn't try to sell it. Like, have these people never heard of third party? (laughs) The whole thing is, I'd actually be curious to see what Disney does. Lucasfilm, when it was under Lucas, and they're still Lucasfilm, 
they were hardcore about shutting people down. Yeah, well, I mean, he wiped Star Wars off that box. And I don't know, from here, you might be all right. <laughs> and I think the box is probably just something photoshopped. But um, I just, another reason why I thought this was interesting, if you haven't seen the trailer for the Force Awakens video game, the Force Awakens video game gives the backstory to how Chewie and Han actually caught these crazy beasts that are supposedly, you know, uh, uncatchable. They're basically just stomachs with talons on the end of them. I thought it was a yeah. dude with a bed sheet on running around the, the Falcon. <laughs> Um, and then last up, uh, primarily because I'm a big Siacon guy, we get TC's Big Bite. Uh, so this is their foray into, you know, essentially masterpiece Siacons. That's rad. I like that. I'm kind of digging yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Swage, I know you're not a big uh, third-party combiner guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Any connection to the Seacons? No. Well, trying to not look at that color scheme, <laughs> which is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I don't, I don't know. That just that's never been something that I particularly liked. But the the robot mode, I got to give it to him. That looks pretty fucking sweet. To go from that <clears throat> alt mode to the robot mode is pretty impressive. Granted, they're uh, they're. Making sure they don't show any of that backpack. Like yeah, that. yeah, and you can see the legs are real wide from front to back. Yeah, you know, but still, I mean, the weaponry looks pretty sweet. There's lots of nice, clean-looking lines. I mean, it's you know, if the sea cons are your thing. That actually doesn't look too terrible, but it's also TFC, so you really got to be careful with that. They're kind of the real hit or miss. You know what I mean? So. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Store report uh, for people that have Lego stores around them. And this is actually online. It just felt like a good place to put it. Uh, if you're not aware, uh, Lego makes a huge deal of May the 4th. Which is tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. No, it's, it's not. not. Yeah. Tomorrow's not May the 4th. Hold on. <laughs> It's April. April motherfucker. I've got my months mixed up, man. What the fuck? He's also drinking vodka. Vodka. <laughs> he has to go pick someone up. And, and I gotta drive the airport. <laughs> so wait a second. The Star Wars DVD ain't coming out tomorrow? No, man. Because <laughs> I swear to God, I was planning on going to the store and getting it tomorrow. <laughs> no, oh, shit. I guess I'm just going to have to buy it on fucking October. This month. No, it comes out this month, but movies are released on Tuesdays. Oh, okay. Not... So it's the 5th of, the, of this month, then? Yes. When the movie's coming right, out. Well, then but I'll get it then. May the 4th is a month and three, <laughs> two days. No, see, see May the 4th, Vern, is in the actual month of May. Okay. <laughs> it's not actually April, which is just it's not, man. It's not it's quite not just a day. phrase. Yeah, it's not just a phrase. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting ready to join Jessica and pass out, so. Like... <laughs> I hope your sister makes it home safely. Uh, yeah, I've already taken care of that. Don't worry, I ain't got to take a break. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Well, okay, good. I was going to yeah. say, hopefully you can stay with us. Yeah, I am. But... Trust me, I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> this show does not promote drinking and driving. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how we're going to get our... We, we only promote skirting responsibilities from drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for family members. If you promise family something, go they can go fuck. Them. Yeah, just get wasted and fucking talk shit. <laughs> yeah, say fuck it. Um, so if you haven't been a part of this in the fa- in the past, if you want to buy Star Wars Lego shit, wait till May the fourth. Because basically, if you spend seventy to seventy five bucks, you get. <sighs> Free posters, free minifigures, double VIP points, you know, all this shit. Uh, I, I've i actually had my eye on the new Hawk Base set coming out. It's going to be like 200 bucks, um, And I may wait for this promotion to do that just because. Uh, so let's see. I had this shit set up, so both Jessica and I could see it. <laughs> How's that work? So, I should have known better. <laughs> uh, so let's see. You get a free Force Awakens poster, and that'll obviously be Lego. You get double VIP points. Uh, you get a exclusive First Order Stormtrooper minifigure. Um, let's see. Double points. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much about it. I, I might have overhyped that. But hey, free minifigure, free poster, and double points. Double so if you're, a, if you're a Lego Star Wars person and you've been holding out, May the 4th will be your time. Which is next month. <laughs> yes. Are you sure? Next Are month. you sure? <laughs> it's not tomorrow. <laughs> it's not tomorrow. <laughs> I'm never going to live this down. No. We will we will see that later rather than sooner. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so Toys R Us Taiwan Deluxe Groove Giveaway. So yeah, I I don't think I could actually look at Google for our download and see if we have any Taiwanese listeners, but I doubt it. Um, but what makes this uh, most important? is that there is actually a single-carded groove that they put out. So we all, I think, kind of held out hope that since they made a slingshot, they made uh, a dead-end single-carded for the Combiner Wars, that we would see a groove and and eventually we'll see a blast-off. But we actually have carded versions of this figure. So if they made a carded version, it's coming to the United States. They're not going to make, they're not going to make 5,000 carded versions for Taiwan or something. Yeah. And it's through from combiner wars. Yeah. So they replaced them with like a SWAT vehicle, like a, a literally a brick. Yeah. That's stupid fucking. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it was either that or the Legends figure. Yeah, and then yeah, and there was a Legends group that was a motorcycle that became a chest. Yeah, because that's I have that one though. It, it came on card. Yeah, and I have it too, just because I'm I'm a Legends collector at least. 
like you say, Mike, at least uh, at least the ten dollar legends I'm all about, not fucking fifty dollars. <laughs> So yeah, so this this is uh, a good prospect, and the big thing that I have hope about is it has a black uh, foot slash fist, which I don't. Oh no, I was gonna say I don't think the the Unite Warriors had that, but maybe it did. But anyways, hopefully we'll see that in a single card release. And hopefully not with the poor distribution that uh, Slingshot and Dead End had here in the States. Yeah. Tell us. Um, Target Star Wars end caps. Uh, So, Dave, being our Star Wars guy, have you seen this end cap in your Target? Nope. My Target's terrible. Like, we'll probably get it a month after it's supposed supposed to be out. And, and I haven't seen it. Anybody else that actually goes to Target and looks no, at toys? No, mine's, not, mine's nothing like that. Yeah, I haven't seen this either. Swage, I know. Do you even look at toys when you go to, like, retail stores? Dude, our, we don't even have a Target, so. <laughs> shut the fuck up, It's really? shut down. That's how fucking broke the city I live right next to is. The shit is shut down. <laughs> we got We got two Super Walmarts. Because <laughs> well, <that was laughs> I can't nobody afford a target. Yep. So I, I actually, although when I go to Meyer, which is pretty similar to a Target in some ways, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I go and I look for stuff, but I don't really. They never have hardly anything. Star, or, I'm sorry, Transformers. So I definitely don't get caught up looking for anything else. I know there's still a shit ton of stuff that was there, like in maybe December for Star Wars, it, it looks exactly the same as it so did what, Meyer, four Meyer's months like, ago. Meyer sells clothes and stuff? Yeah. Grocery. Oh, I, th- I thought it was like a grocery store. Yeah, it, it is, but it's got like a whole... It, it, it does sell clothes, it does have a toy department, but it's, it's uh, like okay. a grocery store. It, yeah, it's like a super Walmart, but it, it backwards. Okay, yeah, we don't, have any those, we don't have any of those down here. Where they focus more on food and have a little bit of department store gotcha. stuff. Yeah. Oh, not ours, man. We got all kinds of shit. It's got oh. shit. We got hunting gear. We got automotive shit. We got men's clothes, women's clothes. And my favorite thing about our Meyer is everything else is like men's, children's, you know, shit like that. But <laughs> above the women's clothing, it just says woman. <laughs> like that's all it's, it just says woman and there's like a picture of a blouse <laughs> but everything else is like men's children's adolescents toddlers and woman <laughs> do you guys have any stores called ollies yeah yeah there's you one got, uh... yeah, okay we got ollies down here too okay no ollies here in, in colorado dave ollies nope yeah, so okay. they'll get clearances. Like I remember when the um, when the Avengers was out, you know, they had like the uh, what's the the big like ship, the Avengers ship. Oh, carrier. Yeah, they had those on like at Ollie's for like eight dollars. Yeah, they were they were marked way way down. I mean, I'll collect those, but I remember seeing them. Jesus, I bought mine for sixteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, they were really cheap. They had like the whole Guardians of the Galaxy line and you know all that kind of stuff. Okay, so here here's a question, and, and thankfully, uh, Mrs. McFavorite has thoroughly passed out now. 
So our targets here, our targets here are like hot chick magnet stores because <laughs> none of these attractive women seem to want to go to Walmart. So they all flock to Target. Bro, it's so the same it's- way here. It's like Target is another step above Walmart when it comes to fashion and everything so you- else. It's the oh, same yeah. thing. All the hot chicks go to Target. Okay, so now are Myers like that? Yes, where- they are. So the hot women go I to enjoy. Else go to Super Walmart. See, I haven't been to a Walmart in a long time. And yeah, Meyer. Do you that's take my, your lady? That's my spot, you man. Take your lady to Myers on a date. On a date? What? On a date? Who the, you don't Somebody go on dates to the grocery store. <laughs> they act like Walmart on a Friday night is a date. That's when you're like 16 and you just got your driver's license or some shit. That's like any you go anywhere. It's a fucking date. <laughs> you're like I parked on the street instead of your daddy's driveway, girl. It's a date. <laughs> <laughs> do this shit but yeah there's a uh, you know walmart the crowd there like you might see one nice nice looking uh piece of friendly lady and meyer though that's that's the spot here because it's you know especially with target being it used to be target like i used to never see anything except hot chicks in target yeah. but yeah, then it kind of then it kind of then it kind of dwindled down but you know Myers, Myers, where you want to go for the eye candy. Although I will give credit, there used to be a really hot pharmacist that worked in one of the WalMarts. I mean, she was <laughs> she was pretty fucking hot. And so. people would just get their pre- prescription sent there just to see her. Oh, dude, I was like, I was straight up like, dang, I need some medical issues right now. <laughs> I need something for my crabs. What do you recommend? <laughs> Your Viagra. Yeah. Hey girl, I got this order Xanax. What's up? Yeah. Four hours, bitch. <laughs> so the last one like, hey girl, States. you got the watermelon flavor condoms up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're not they're not the for extra me. Extra larges. They would be for not for me to take. Uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> the last time I was in the states I was down in Seattle with a friend of mine, and it's like a Monday night, and we are cruising the town, and apparently in Bellingham at on Monday, no one goes out. There's no hot chicks, nothing. <laughs> so we end up going to this mall, and of course we walk into Target, and lo and behold, the best part of our trip was going to Target, because all the hot chicks were yeah. shopping. Yep. Wait, there's a Target in a mall? Must be nationwide. Yeah, dude. That yeah, is, we, now see, that alone seems weird as shit to me. We have one here, and then uh, when I go up to Wyoming to visit my family, there's a, in in their big city in Wyoming, there's a Target in their mall up there. Oh, yeah. That, that is weird. With my job, I travel all up, all up and down, like between D.C., VA, Virginia, and Baltimore. So, you know, I'm always toy hunting. You know, if I'm down in Virginia, I'll stop here. There's... There's a handful of targets that are attached to malls in down in Virginia and Baltimore and stuff. Huh. That's, not, that's not uncommon. That's and fancy. there's sexy bitches in there. Oh, yeah, all the time. But it's never the ones that work there. No. That's, no, these that's are ladies shopping. It used oh. to be the hot chicks worked there, and, like, a couple hot chicks would be there. And then it was, like, all all the chicks that have to wear skirts 24 hours a day, the long denim ones that are, like... The Amish girls? No, they're not Amish. I forget what the fuck they're called, but 
they're the night they're nice as can be but they you know they're just they're not on the level of the hot chicks that no longer work there then now it's like the customers like even the gotta, ones with like six kids girls. you got to find out Amish girls on rum springer and that that's the ones you hook up no with. no no i am not messing with no Amish girls i know man, down in ohio you got a lot of the, Amish women down there the, i know they, they be that's like what I'm saying. You coming to my daddy's, you building a barn in two days, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I do it. Went out on a date one night, building a, building a barn the next. <laughs> She'll be like, right. how good is you with your woodcrafting? <laughs> All right. about, Get your hand drill out. I'm about to piss my panties here. So uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, uh, take a break, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, online. Peace. Peace. I like titties. <laughs> he's getting mad. He's getting mean. He's breaking the line for the G.I. Joe team. That's right. It's William the Refrigerator Perry. The fridge is on G.I. Joe. And you can get a free fridge. Here's out. Select five fridge certificates or call the number on the certificate and the fridge will tell you how to get in on the action with only four certificates. There's a $1 handling charge. See details on specially marked G.I. Joe packages. Watch out, Cobra. Fridge is coming through. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into online and uh, it, it, excuse the snoring if the mic's picking that up. It's a big <laughs> Is officially out. I thought maybe during that break, I was like, do you want to get back on? And she's like, nah, jelly beans. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so Mrs. McFavorite will probably not be joining us. But, hey, we had a great 15 minutes. With hey, her, she's right? here in spirit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I can still hear her, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we talked about his next wave coming up, but his current wave is up for pre-order, G1er's IG Wave. And if you're not paying attention to the show notes or you don't know who we're talking about, this is a, a Creo Lego third-party line. Um, and being an Iron Grenadier fan, this is right up my alley again. A little expensive for me, so I, I won't be delving too deep into it. I, I am really interested in the AGP, and I might pick that up, or the VTOL. What does the AGP stand for? I don't know. Anti-gravity pod. What? Ah, I was like, Dave's going to know, and you both knew. <laughs> and, and to get this straight, it's coming this month. 2016, because none of you fuckers know what month it is. April. It's April, my friend. <laughs> April. <laughs> yeah. He's already up for pre-order if you don't know what month you're in. Uh, <laughs> you know, these look these look nice, but I really want the gray ones. That, damn. <laughs> the ones without color? There's just too much paint on these. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they, they, they going to be painted? <laughs> I can't stop referencing that. <laughs> so what he calls the elevation tank looks absolutely amazing. This is in in these. I'm late to the IG uh, uh, subline of GI Joe, 
And uh, shit, I can't even think of what's the tank called. Uh, No, the demon's the hover thing. No, the demon is the one you're looking at. The elevation tank, that's the demon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I love that shit. I never saw that up until three or four months ago or never paid attention to it. And I and I love the concept of it. So, and then still seventy five bucks. I, I just have a hard time pulling a trigger on that. Um, if they put but, Destro's thing, I think it's supposed to clip onto the top of the demon as well. It does. It yeah, does. it plugs into the Top Gun. Sweet. Yeah, because I actually have I have both of the vintage vehicles, and they do do that, and and so does his. Which is pretty easy, given that it's Lego. It's a little bit more difficult to do it in in, uh, in a plastic mold-injected form. But um, something that I will never have the money to uh, pull the trigger on, and I really wish I did, is Transformer eBay auctions. Uh, and God. Talking about figures here, we're we're talking about uh, animation cells, animation bibles, and the storyboards for the '86 movie. One first oh off, my god! I'm sorry, I just saw the finished price of one of these things. Is, yeah, dude. The in the animation cells, I'm just like, oh, that Predaking, uh, the Constructicons. Jesus Christ, this stuff is beautiful. I mean, if if you're a fan of these lines outside of the toys, I mean, this is kind of, this is grail shit right here. Yeah, this is beyond. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so the cells ended up anywhere from uh, three to, I think, six to seven thousand. Oh, shit. And they're multiple cells so you're getting like you're getting anywhere from eight to ten cells an auction that kind of thing but still um that kind of price uh the uh animation bible which when i first started collecting the uh, masters of the universe animation bible went up and when i started collecting i had an inheritance that was backing my collecting and I almost pulled the trigger on a master's animation Bible. And I was just like, oh, couldn't do it. But this animation Bible for Transformers. So if you're not aware of what this is, this is basically something they would give somebody starting on the Sumbo cartoon to dictate how things are drawn, people's names, the colors. I mean, it basically how you should do a Transformers cartoon. That shit ended at $9,000. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Um, <clears throat> if you think that's crazy, let's go ahead and get <laughs> over to the uh, 86 movie storyboards, a complete set. Uh, I think it's a, what was it, a thousand pages of storyboards? Holy shit. Yeah, so this is basically the entire movie, and not just the movie, lots of shit that was cut out, um, a lot of shit we never saw, $16,000. Wow. 
Yep. Yeah, and and, and it was only economy shipping. <laughs> Sixty five dollars. Coming from yeah. the United Kingdom. Yeah. Um so yeah, this is this is pretty fucking crazy. I would like to so, who the fuck bought that. I hope well, it's I hope it's not the guy that bought the unreleased G two Menasaur shit. That right. ended up shitting his pants and getting mad that there was more than one in the world after he Whoever paid like twenty some thousand on eBay. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that dude paid twenty thousand dollars for the first one, and then a second one went up for fuck shit. Fuck man. Oh my god. So yeah. Um, so if you ever want to, if you ever want to prove to your wife that your collecting is under control. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) or if you ever want to be single again yeah exactly make it happen (laughs) exactly if you have the prenup sign you too can afford a (laughs) set of 86 movie storyboards Um, now something for Vern he seems to be the main person interested in the loyal subject love these little bastards yeah Enough to pay two to three hundred dollars. No, like I said, I'm cherry picking this line, but the more I look at them, the more I wish I would have been all in on these. See, the only thing that gets me with this subscription is it's running the whole gamut. We're talking uh, Turtles, Dragon Ball Z, Power Rangers, like that would be the fucking first thing I sold. I'm not a Sentai fan myself. No, No Power Rangers here. Uh, four tote bags, four t-shirts. A skate deck. I'd probably yeah. I'd keep that. <laughs> the skate deck. Yeah, I'd, I'd keep that for sure. Yeah. Um, but okay, so no interest from you, Vern? No, not for that price. I mean, the Power Rangers. I mean, I respect the Power Rangers, but just wasn't wasn't my thing. Like you know, way out of my scale there. But uh, the He-Man stuff for sure, but not at that price. So now, and I keep beating this dead horse because it's been so long since we talk about it or or so much time in between we talk about it. So you do have the He-Man stuff on pre-order, I have right? Skeletor and He-Man. Yes, I have those on pre-order. Just those two. Loyal subjects? Yes, yep. Because okay. I just wanted to highlight the biggest piece of shit that I fucking hate about Big Bad Toy Store. And now this is a company that has done me right on every single customer service related thing. It's where I buy most of my toys that I am not absolutely positive will show up in stores. They even have gone to the extent of sending out another $500 order because I had a, all I can think of is the box was stolen off of my step. It showed it delivered by the post office, and I never got it. And they sent me a $500 order as a one-time courtesy, which I can understand. They're not going to keep sending me replacement $500 orders. But they sent me a one-time replacement order for a $500 box. So amazing company. And when they do fucking blind boxes, they won't guarantee you anything. I was going to say, what the fuck did you get in a five hundred dollar box? Warbitron, uh, 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 the Bruticus. But that's not what you got to begin with. No, it is. What oh, okay. I, I 
I never received it. I ordered it. It wasn't just that. It was a couple other things because I ordered it during their Black Friday sale. Oh, okay. And during the whole Christmas hubbub, I, I don't track packages. I get I get 20 packages a month. Right. You know, so I don't track them. I don't worry about it. I, I look through my orders a few weeks later and I see what I've got and what I didn't get. And when I didn't get this 500 box, I fucking started raising the flag and calling my credit card company. And and they fucking sent me one out. No questions asked. Do you ever worry about, like, people stealing your shit off your porch because they know? Like, I mean, I'm not saying there's any bad listeners, but, you know, if they listen to us enough, put two and two together, you can probably figure out where somebody might live, you know, and things like that. You ever worry about people stealing shit off your porch? I... I didn't up until this point. Um, only had one other package go missing. It was an eBay auction where it was the Fall of Cybertron Dinobots. Um, the first two, the the Sludge and the Swoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it for a ridiculous price. I got it for like seventy bucks plus ten dollars shipping for both of them. When they Shit. go bucks, yeah. And so when it never showed up, I'm like, fuck, I'm getting scammed. Right. And I and I could have gotten scammed still. But when I when I put in a dispute, the guy submitted a track. I, I asked the guy multiple times, please send me a tracking number. I haven't got it. I just need a tracking number. The guy never sent me one. Then I put in a dispute. All of a sudden he had a tracking number that showed it was delivered to my house. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only other box besides this five hundred dollar box. And that's sketchy as fuck because you're supposed to have that submitted exactly before the ASAP. And 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 it was a whole thing where a guy was selling it for his friend because he didn't have an eBay account. So I was like, I'm getting scammed. Yeah. I got out a deal that was too good to be true. And I still think I got scammed. I left the dude negative feedback. I said, I don't know what happened. I opened a dispute. It was an eBay transaction? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't. I paid. I didn't get my box. I don't know if I got scammed or if it got stolen. eBay removed my negative feedback because the guy submitted that, huh. that fucking tracking number. Yeah, you know what you should have done is copied the tracking and taken it to the post office and asked them to get I, the specific address that it says it's listed to because generally it won't show that. Uh, right away on online it'll just say delivered but it won't show your actual mailing address yeah it'll show the street i did exactly that and they couldn't show that it was delivered to my house i took that to ebay and they say they said it shows that it's a tracking number delivered to your area and that's all that they needed yeah that's and see the the shitty thing is they could have been a, a post office fuck up and not the guy yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Because I actually just had something like that had, happen a little bit ago. I had a box delivered one time, the same thing. And they said it was delivered to my house. And I went and I looked it up, and it was like, it was the same street as mine. But they delivered it to a house that was like 100 blocks further than me. So yes. I drove I drove up to the guy's house, and my box <laughs> was sitting on his porch. And I walked up to his to his porch, you know, looked, made sure my name, you know, made sure my name was on a box. I grabbed the box, put it in my truck, and then went home. You know, sometimes it is the post office that screws up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And 
I just don't track that shit. Yeah. Swish, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, my, my, mine was actually backwards because I shipped to a guy and uh, it just said out for delivery and it said it for like a week. Yeah. yeah. And I called and they're like, oh, we don't know, we don't know. And then the guy finally said that. So I went to my post office because, you know, living in a small town, I'm lucky that, you know, I know the postal workers, I know my carrier, I even know, you know, who their replacements are, like if they go on vacation or something. And they're all real cool. You know, they're not nosy, but they want to get to know you a little bit, but nothing, you know, crazy. And uh, so I went in there and I just said, hey, can you maybe help me out with this? Because, you know, if this guy tries to say he didn't get his stuff, I'm on the hook. And, uh, you know, I was lucky because that guy, he actually called the postmaster, called the post office that it went to, got the fucking carrier on the phone. And he was real apologetic, you know, and he's just like, you know, I that guy gets like 30 boxes a day. I may not have scanned it. I'm really sorry, but I can go back and try to see if he still has it, which never happened. But I ended up calling the customer and he was like, Oh no, no, it's all good. It's all good. And I said, all right, you know, cause he never left me feedback. So that's why I was kind of freaking out. Cause usually me and him, you know, we get feedback, you know, like normal and he still never, he still never did, but he said he got it and everything was good. But, you know, like if I look at that tracking number today, it still says out for delivery. So if he wanted to, you know, he could be a dick and be like, yo, I never got my shit, even though he told me that he did, you know, and that's just one of those things. And then, you know, especially during Christmas with all the cutbacks they've done over the past couple of years, a lot of post offices will force their carriers or their sorters to just scan it as delivered yep. before they get there. And what happens is then if, you know, they get somebody that fucks up, it says delivered. And it wasn't stolen or you didn't get scammed. It's just it ended up in the wrong place and whoever had it didn't end up returning it. Yep. And the USPS so. will not mark a package lost until it's 21 days due past date. Three weeks, yeah. they won't mark a, pa- a package lost. And even after that, it's it's not always the easiest thing in the world to do. But and I, that's actually that that instance alone was the nail in the coffin for me. I haven't sold anything online um, since then, except for one guy that I know personally that bought uh, my DSLR, and that's I, why because I just the the past four months with USPS have been nothing but USPS trouble. USPS is getting bad. I I do not send even if the even if the buyer does not request insurance, I buy insurance for myself. Because the way eBay goes, as a seller, you're, they, you don't have any rights. They can just say, I never got it, and you're screwed out of your money. You know what I mean? 99% of the time, they're going to give that buyer back their money, and they're going to come back to you for their money. So I, I always get, even if it's $5, yeah. whatever it is, I will pay the 5 bucks to get whatever package I'm sending insured, even if they don't want it insured just because I sold a bunch of Black Series figures one time, like a year or so ago, and a guy – Say he never got them. It went around and around and around. The package got sent from Baltimore to Ohio, where he lived at. Then, from for some reason, it got sent from Ohio to Cincinnati, from Cincinnati back to Baltimore, and from Baltimore back to Ohio. It took that guy like three weeks to get his shit, and he was freaking out. And I don't blame him because it was like five hundred dollars worth of shit. But I didn't insure my package, and I knew that I was on the on the on the screwing end. If he if he would you know if he would never got it. They would have came back to me and took the 500 bucks back out of my account. So from that point on, whatever I sell, I'll always make sure I insure it, regardless yeah. if, this, if the buyer get, agrees to it or not. 
Yeah, mine now with their with their higher prices and just how bad it's been the past four months. I just I personally oh, I, know. I don't, I mean, they're, I don't they're feel comfortable went anymore. Up, what like twenty percent? Oh, it's way like I said. I think we we said this on the last show. The lowest raise I've seen is over thirty percent. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm gonna sell at BotCon and then whatever's left I might sell at a show here in Ohio in September and. I, I'm just not fucking with that online thing because everybody else is too expensive and USPS is too crazy. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Uh, Kokomo Hacks exclusive Amazon Warrior. Um, Dave, are you uh, are you all in on Hacks? Um, for the Kickstarter, yeah. I haven't bought any of the – I haven't bought the Kokomo one and I haven't gotten the, uh, the uh, convention. Uh, convention exclusive. Uh, so no, no want for this. It's okay. I might pick it up someday. So just curious. Uh, we'll both keep it short because the show is going to be running long. But so I, I finally got my package. I realized, or I didn't realize, they sent me an email saying I never confirmed my address. So I finally confirmed my address and got my shit. Uh, so in a minute or less, what are, what are your thoughts about at least the initial shipment you've received? They're fantastic. They're amazing. They're, you know, they're, they're as fully articulated as any modern GI Joe or star Wars figure. Um, well actually, you know, not even modern anymore, but yeah. And then the, the paint, I mean, these guys are artists and they're finally getting to like do all the stuff that, that always got cut. So they, they look gorgeous. They've got all this incredible articulation. I mean, they're 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 fantastic. I'm I'm super excited to get the rest of the stuff. So, and I guess my only complaint playing with them, and it's more so on the blanks, which makes sense. The uh, the actual figures uh, have been better. Has just been um, how easily the feet and the hands pop out of the arms. You know, if you're actually playing with them, that kind of thing, my hands and my feet tend to pop out all the time on them. Have I've, you had? I've had that issue with you, the hands, yeah. But I mean, you okay. know, they're not really—they're not really toys. They're, you know, they say they're 15 and over, yeah. you know, things. But um, so yeah, but the figures themselves, like the Gorgons that I've opened, have been beautiful, like perfect and like you say the big thing is the paint i think uh you know bobby uh skull face on uh on uh shattered cast is always about the paint these things are beautiful paint wise there's like a know? subtle design down medusa's back which is like really faint but you, can, you know, i mean it's like like details like that that a that a mass-produced toy line just wouldn't bother with yeah, exactly. But I'm with you. I, I I don't think I'll be picking up any of the exclusives or anything beyond the the all in Kickstarter. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Masterpiece Optimus Primal is up for pre order, and Mike, you said no Beast Wars, right? So even this iconic, uh, maybe the most iconic Beast Wars piece, no interest in it. No, I mean, it, like I said before, it just looks like a very minimally larger version of the the, the regular ass Beast Wars release. 
Like, other than having a couple extra faces and I think the eyes have a gimmick, I mean, you're paying, what, five times as much for this, for then it's almost exactly the same as the fucking original one. Uh, yeah, that's not for me. That's just not for me. Yeah, and I, I, I even I have the original and I love it just because I'm an Optimus Prime guy. And anytime an Optimus Prime is uh, red and blue, I'm gonna buy it. But yeah, I, I'm skipping the masterpiece. Yes. Um, and then. Uh, Dave, I am Elemental, the second wave. Any interest in those? Or second series, I should say. Did we lose Dave to the ether? This website's super slow loading. Maybe that's what he's doing. Oh. He's off. Looks like he did lose Dave. Well, while Dave's uh, rejoining us, Roger, I, I meant to ask you, Vitruvian Hacks, I Am Elemental, three and three quarter, no interest? Fuck no. Fuck <laughs> it, it, no. It, it can fuck off? Yeah, it can fuck it's, off. It's not G.I. Joe, it can go fuck off. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see if we can get Dave back on here. I think he tried to check out the website. That's what dropped him. Even when I was doing the show notes, the website was super fucking slow loading. Hey, hey, Roger has to split too, Slick. Oh, do you? Yeah, I gotta go, man. Motherfucker. 100th episode, motherfucker. I know, I gotta work. No, it's fucking bullshit. (laughs) Well, at least you're on this long. Well, and you were saying split two. Are you going to go, Vern? No, I'm good, man. I told you, I'm good. It's and already 10.30, man. My sister's fuck plane's probably landing right now. <laughs> Oops. That was fun. And, and I'm not there. <laughs> okay, and we went to pick her up, so I, I got her to go get her for me, so that's good. Oh, nice. Uh, so, Roger, do you have to drop off now? Yeah, I got to drop off now. All right, well... I'll listen we, to the show. You, that way I can catch it. That, so. Ten minutes. That was pretty good. You beat Mrs. McFavorite. So. <laughs> I for like, what? Almost oh, three he hours. Beat her, he beat her by a long shot. Yeah, yeah I'm here for three hours, man. Give it you a hard time. But, all right, brother. All right, well, Roger. And we don't Thanks, have Roger. much shit anyways, so. All right. Bye, Roger. See you, buddy. Bye, buddies. Please. I like boners. All right. <laughs> So I don't know if uh, trying to access the IM Elemental website is what made your phone drop, but um, I was asking any interest in the second series. Yes, um, I really love the first series. I've got them pre-ordered off of Big Bad. So okay, what's the size of these guys? Three and three quarter. Three and three quarter. And okay. Boss Fight worked on them originally, so they look really good. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They Boss Fight's were... done a lot of stuff like quietly with a lot of these companies. So, Sam, that's good. So, what uh, what are these from or for? Or... They're a female a, figure line. Yeah, there were a couple of mothers who um, felt that action figures are generally kind of boy oriented, and you know they're too sexy, their boobs are too big, blah blah blah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and they they wanted a, a series of action figures that sort of um, that they felt comfortable letting their daughters play with um, that were designed for girls, and there's a whole 
philosophy behind them and like each one represents like a positive characteristic and each wave is inspired by a famous you know woman from history wave one was joan of arc um okay, so they're not but they're not tied to any sort of like no, comic or anything like that. no, no it's, it's its own mythology um, see to yeah, me that actually makes it cooler yeah me too like, i like I, I just totally it. random toys like that just sounds cool yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and like Dave said, uh, whether his boss fights hand in it or what, they're actually great toys. Yeah, like that was the big thing with me is like I I I I did the Kickstarter because I thought it was a great idea, and and I barely I only bought one blind bag figure that kind of stuff. That's kind of how I do any toy line. Is I'll give you one chance. I'll buy one figure I think is interesting interesting in your line and and they're amazing now i'm not all in all i did was what i consider the cool one so oblivion and the other winged one exploration uh like they did here like three or four times yeah well but these are different wings and stuff so oh is this a new one you're talking about yeah okay sorry my bad oh yeah the first series I got lucky because the two I liked from the first series was the winged one and the one that had fire yeah. around her head. Yeah. So the random one I got was the fire. And then the stretch goal that everybody got was an extra winged one. It was a very, so yeah. Uh, so I got the two that I liked from the first series. And now I was able to order the specific two I wanted from Big Bad. Which is weird because these are blind bag too, and for some reason, after my whole rant about Big Bad not honor, uh, just doing blind bag bullshit, Big Bad you can choose the specific one you want. But anyways, um, all right, let's go ahead. I think next up is what we fucking got. Oh yeah. shit. We should have had Roger stay on at least for this. But um, so we've been gone for like a month now. So let's obviously not do that span. But <laughs> Dave, uh, what'd you get in the last week or two? Um, I got the new uh, GHO subscription service figures, uh, Jammer and um, I don't know, Weed Whacker guy. Um, yeah. And I got the new, uh, I got Krang, Bebop and Rocksteady from the new uh, Turtles movie. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, I kind of like them. And then I, the main thing I got was XCOM for the PS3, so that's that's what I've been doing for the last week and a half. <laughs> Gaming like a motherfucker. Yep. All right, Roger. What about you, sir? He's not here. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got too much shit to do. I can't talk about that right now. <laughs> I'm fucking Canadian. Fuck yeah. I got to type a Zamboni over my ice. Uh, <laughs> what did you get in the last week or two? I uh, just got in a Legends Shockwave, nice. which is, nice. I got to tell you, this is one of my favorite things that I fucking own in the world. I've probably transformed this little motherfucker 30 times in the past day. Like I got him, um, I got him in the mail from a friend of mine, <clears throat> which is pretty crazy because usually I'm the guy that can find stuff or whatever. Um, but he said, hey, if you need one, let me know, blah, 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 blah. And... That he will not let me pay him, so this is really fucking me up because I don't like getting free shit. Like I don't like to be that guy. I don't ask for that. You know what I mean? Like especially as a seller, because 
at some point it may end up on the chopping block and I've, I don't want to sell gifts. Um, right. but big ups to my buddy, Dave, uh, cause he knew that, you know, I had actually been actively looking for one for myself and I only have one. I don't have any other ones, <laughs> uh, but he is legit. One of the best legends figures I have, and I have probably a few hundred. He's, he's pretty, pretty sizable. He's fucking fun to transform. He looks fucking badass. And uh, I actually just took him out of the hand of my Combiner Wars Devastator. Uh, he's not a perfect fit, but he does fit decently in there. You know, if you just clamp the hand in real nice, you know, you can pose him. Uh, but a standalone figure, he looks fucking awesome. And uh, when I get some more time after BotCon, maybe I'm going to see what other kind of figures he fits into that I have. I've tried Toy World Orion. That doesn't quite work with his with his peg handle because uh, yeah. it, it has like a U clip kind of thing going on. Oh, so it won't clear his fingers. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So it's so like I, it's you either got to have like a large, a kind of large gap, or uh, you know, like a normal. What is it like a five millimeter, but like with thin fingers kind of thing. Um, but yeah, if you can get one, you know, then I think they're getting re released anyway. This wave of legends. So don't pay like the 30 or 40 on eBay. Um, yeah, this is one of the best fucking toys I have now. <laughs> I fucking love this little bastard. And uh, yeah, both both modes are fucking sweet. And I think he, he actually snaps right on the top of um, Onslaught. Yeah. So And, he, and he's sizable as a, as a ray gun. He's pretty sizable. Like I said, I have him with uh, my Devastator. And he, he looks good, and I mean, shit, if you were to buy, you know, this Iron Factory, this is a fucking $50 toy, basically. You know, but being Hasbro, luckily it's only, what, 10 to 15 if you can find it retail. So I got that. Sorry, did you have a question? No, sorry, I was just saying 10 bucks retail. Yeah, yeah, like 10 to 15 or whatever after tax. Fucking super solid, super solid. This is actually my, what, my second Combiner Wars toy? And uh, I actually, I like it better than Devastator, <laughs> to be straight up. <laughs> a lot less of a pain in the ass. Um, and the other one, I'm actually going to be getting two things I'm going to be getting at BotCon. So one was that Columbus Toy Show that I went to. I found an eHobby Galvatron for a really nice price, but... The uh, purple colored, G1. yeah, the purple repainted one of the G1 mold, and real nice price. Luckily, I know the dealer because uh, I started chatting with a fan of uh, Toy Detox, um, and so I was like, okay, well, you know, let's go say goodbye to everybody, and I'm gonna buy this thing, and you know, we'll get the hell out of here. And uh, <laughs> so I walk around, you know, talking to a couple people I already knew there, and I walked right out of that motherfucker, and I didn't even fucking buy it. So I pulled out, like, the emergency, like, phone a friend, like, in a panic. I'm, like, halfway home. And I'm oh, like, I was like, did you steal it? Is that what you're No, saying? no, no. I left it there. Oh, okay. I left it there. And I call, I call this dude in a panic. I'm, like, halfway to tears. Like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> All right. I mean, I didn't really sound like that, but that's how I felt, you know. Uh, so, luckily, that's on, that's on the... Uh, the hold cart for me at BotCon, that's waiting for me. Um, so I don't know if that counts or not, but I wanted to mention it because that story's fucked up. <laughs> so I'm curious because I feel like I got that at the best price 
ever. What did what did you pay for it? If you don't I know? haven't paid anything for it, so I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> like, I don't want to use it. Did you? Okay. What what'd you get yours for? Like, was it original retail or something? Uh, eighty six shipped, uh, opened but complete mint and box. Yeah, that's an excellent price. Yeah, mine. This one is sealed, so, uh, but it still beats the market by a shit ton. Yeah, um, I was lucky to find mine open. It literally dropped about forty percent off of price. That's yeah, sure. and then uh, the other thing I got. But now, see, the differences with this one is I don't have it, but I've paid for it. Um, and obviously, our friend Thorzine is the mastermind behind this one. And I put the picture up in, in our, our private group. So I don't know if you guys have seen it or can see it. But it's the original pre-Diaclone, pre-Transformers uh, Omega Supreme, which is... Uh, it was a Super Change Robot Mechabot 1. And it is 100% complete in box, in original box, all the original parts, all that shit. And uh, yeah, that's a fucking monster. And that one will also be arriving at BotCon when Thorazine gets there before we get too drunk. Hopefully, I'll have some pictures up for it and I can put them up on the page in case anyone doesn't know what that is. But yeah, that one is worth. If if it's as legit as it's supposed to be, because there's there's a knockoff of it that's the exact same colors, then there's a knockoff that's different colors, and then there's a knockoff with chrome, and then there's the uh, you know the English version which was uh, like Omegatron, and then there's this one, but this one is supposed to be the legit one, and when he gets it all checked out, he'll let me know. But yeah, that's typically not something that's anywhere near my price range, but luckily good friends equal good finds. So next weekend I'm going to be all kinds of busting toy goodness nuts. <laughs> now is that, that's, that's not his personal one. That's another one. he came across. <clears throat> No, no, he's... no. This is one he came across and gave me the heads up on and, you know, he was like, Hey, just so you know, if you need help getting it, <clears throat> I can be that guy. You just need to tell me if you want it or not. So, yeah, it, like I say, it, if you're at all interested in G1 and you haven't checked out the show notes and checked out a uh, plasticbreak.com, you owe it to yourself to check that out because uh, uh, he's the person that got me into seeker collecting. And he's since sold off all of his modern seekers. Um, and his G1 stuff he does is j like shit I've never even heard of. Mm -hmm. And he has like mint condition <coughs> 1977 Transformers. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. He's and he's real. He's real sneaky about that shit too. <laughs> you'll be talking to him and you'll be like, dude, I just have you ever. Nobody's ever had one of these. He's like, man, I sold like three of those, dude. They're pretty cool. <laughs> He's like, here's my mint one that you'll never see another one of in the world. Oh, yeah, I made a gallery, too. You didn't see it? <laughs> All right, Vern, what did you pick up in the last couple of weeks, sir? Oh, I picked up some dolls. A couple more dolls. <laughs> now, I picked up a um, 1972 set of the Gabriel Marks Lone Ranger and Tonto figures. 
Ooh, uh, neat. Yeah, with their uh, horses, Scout and uh, Silver. Silver, yeah. <clears throat> yep. I come across the ad on Craigslist. The guy was selling them, and he was in the Virginia area, so I met him down there. They were his original toys that he had as a kid, and they had every single piece that came with them, all the accessories. The only thing uh, wrong with them, like 99% of those figures, is the elastic in their legs uh, was just gone. So yeah. I had to refurbish them. Um, but, yeah, I, I did a little refurbishing of the elastic and uh, cleaned their suits all up and everything. And I have, like, an Ikea Detolf case that just has 70, <clears throat> excuse me, 70 figures in it. Uh has my Migos, my, uh, like, $6 million man, my uh, uh, Evil Knievel figure and all that stuff. So I needed, like, one last piece to put in there to fill out the entire case, and they were, like, perfect for that. So I added those, and they, they look really good. And then um, I picked up four or five new Joes. I think I have uh, picked up Shipwreck, um, Lady J, um, Spirit, and Barbecue. That's the most recent ones I picked up. So a couple dolls and some G.I. Joes. Oh, gonna... and I got a Captain Phasma 6-inch uh, Black Series. <laughs> Yeah, those have finally hit. Like yeah. they're all over yeah, the place. Yeah, there was like four phasmas and like five wrens at my Toys R Us. And then the peg warmer, the flame trooper. Yeah, yeah. Fucking imagine like a, as cool as the flame trooper would be the fucking peg warmer. <laughs> Besides the constable Zubio. Um, that's funny. You're like, <laughs> okay, I'm not even gonna go there. But yeah, the 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 uh, uh, Lone Ranger and Tonto is what I blew up your spot with. So I'm glad that you posted your other collection picture that Mike then put up on the Facebook page. So yeah. it's been doing a good job of posting our good pictures. Yeah, I have. I probably have like 90% of my collection displayed at this point. I still have... All in that shot? Yeah, pretty much. I still have a bunch of stuff that I don't have this, like display shelves for you. You know what I mean? Like I don't have any of my, I don't have any of my black series or any of my, my masters, uh, figures displayed, uh, the classics, you know, I don't have any of that displayed. Everything I have displayed is vintage. Vintage? Right oh, that's even crazier. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was all vintage. Yeah. So everything I have is vintage. Everything from the seventies and eighties is what I have displayed. Nice. Yep. Nice. Um, let's see. So what I picked up, well, like you heard, I, I had a Warbitron Bruticus finally. Um, Bruticus, I, I'm a combiners collector. It's kind of a focus subgroup and Bruticus is my favorite, uh, figure from that. So I have that. I completed my combiner wars Bruticus, including my shockwave. I yes. just up today. And you're absolutely right, Mike. I, I've been going gun to bot, gun to bot, gun to bot for two hours while I was doing the show notes before the show. Fuck yeah. And it, it is really nice. You're right, that U handle is a little weird, um, but I haven't actually combined my uh, Combiner Wars Bruticus yet. Because that's who he's supposed to be, is the sixth figure for that set. So I haven't seen how well it works with that yet. Um, but that was big. Uh, the Maddie sale produced Point Red for me. I put that out there uh, 
a few episodes ago that I missed Point Dread, and please, someone hook me up. Um, Maddie hooked me up. Um, Unfortunately, I was worried about it selling out, so I bought the Point Dread during early access, had to pay $20 shipping on it, and then a day later, they did the Serpentine Hiss and had to pay another $10 shipping in one figure. How do you like the um, Point Dread? I fucking love it's it. Awesome. I was I was lukewarm about it. Um, the only the battle ram is the only vehicle so far of the three um, that I have been that was a favorite as a kid. The I never had the Wind Raider. I'm not a big uh, uh, ship or whatever you want to call it flying vehicle guy. So the Wind Waiter was kind of like, eh, but I loved that they put a spot in Grayskull for the flying stand to put in it. So I held on to mine a bit. And then uh, the Talon Fighter, the thing that made me hold on to it was the Point Dread, yeah. the part attached to Grayskull. But uh, it was actually amazingly cute. Uh, so I, Mrs. McFavorite goes to work from anywhere from 5 to 6 o'clock in the morning because she goes to the gym first. Not tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so I, she makes so much goddamn noise when she wakes up. I normally (laughs) get up with her unless unless I'm in the spot that she's in and had too much to drink the night before. Um, So that morning I woke up, checked my email. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to open Point Dread. So I started opening it at about seven o'clock and my daughter woke up. She, she, I normally have to like shake her awake at eight o'clock. And, uh, and so she woke up at like seven o'clock and she came out and I was just opening point dread and she's like, what's this? (laughs) And so it was amazing at three and a half, my daughter and I put together point dread together. That's what it's all about, man. Exactly. And she loved Tila. And I was like, that's a $60 figure. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> it's all around. Wait, she, just wait till she wrecks your $30,000 car. <laughs> You'll be all right. That's, <laughs> so we, we put point dread together and she flew it around. Like it, anybody that has point dread and my daughter's a pretty good sized three and a half year old, but to see her flying around this massive, like, eagle flying vehicle was so awesome. Yeah. Um, and and I love it. I think it's way too big. I, I well, the vintage think... one's too big, if you look at it. It's scaled big. Yeah, they scaled it to the vintage, and that's what I kind of looked at. Um, and, and so... The thing is, is I probably won't ever get rid of that. Even if I don't like the way it looks on Grayskull, it might hang out to the side of it, like outcropping or something. But um, but the simple fact that my daughter and I put that together, yeah. we swapped Tila's head. I don't think the Tila looks as bad as people say. I One, I didn't get a derpy eye or eyebrow Tila, so that helped. Um, but I think she looks really good. Um, so there's that. You're going to get Rotar when it comes out? Uh, yes. Oh, I'm yeah. a, 
I had Rotar as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I would love him to do a land shark. The thing I yeah, land shark even better. Land yeah, shark is definitely yeah. my favorite vehicle. Um, but right now I'm looking for a uh, monogram Rotar because I I've been looking for the monograms ever since they did the three pack, uh-huh. and they just have never been cheap enough, or I forgot to bid. Or, whatever is that the model kit when you're talking about yeah, yeah. the one the cage, yeah, cage on it, yeah. yeah um and then uh boss fight studio stuff which i i i love i'll be getting rid of some of those that that line i'm really gonna cherry pick even though i was all in so if you're curious follow me friend me on facebook i'll be posting shit i'm gonna be letting go for basically cost um online first before i go ebay or anything and then um the big thing swage i finally finally was able to get a ko wheel jack (laughs) remember we talked about that probably one of our first or second episodes um and you're right i must have misheard or misinterpreted but it is by far one of my favorite masterpiece vehicles i mean the the engineering the alt mode the the robot mode all of it is spectacular my ko turned out perfect uh the only thing i can't get it to do is peg the gun in as the exhaust that's the only thing I can't get with the KO. Which which wheeljack are we talking about? Uh, masterpiece. Why did you buy the KO, man? Because I don't ever buy the full. Well, I should say, unless it's like Ultra Magnus or Optimus Prime, I don't buy the real versions until I buy the KO. But now this has convinced me that I need to buy the real version. Oh, fucking a, you do. It's plus it's getting re-released, so you're kind of good on that. Yeah, but that's that's it, actually why I asked why you bought the KO because I thought maybe you didn't think another one was coming or something. No, I bought the KO because literally, like we talked about originally, like in our first couple episodes, I could have swore the consensus was that wasn't a very good masterpiece, and then. When I bought it, I went and checked a few reviews and that kind of stuff. And, yeah, I, I obviously was just remembering wrong. Yeah, because Wheeljack was one of the best by far. He is by far. I agree. I agree. Shit is dope. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and, and let's take another break. We'll come back. We'll do listener feedback and questions and grab bag. And we'll be done with this. Episode 100 motherfucking marathon. Monumental. And, and <laughs> I'll, I'll figure out whether Uber's picking up my daughter or <laughs> if I'm just going to walk down there and walk a mile and a half back with my three and a half Damn. year old at 10 o'clock at night. I don't know what's going on. My, uh, Your in-laws only live a mile and a half away? Yeah. No wonder you guys are always so fucking angry. <laughs> It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back after these messages. Peace. 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 Spike. And now, Spike, well, let's see how he then likes your... Oh, Spike. 
Skeletor, Spikecore, and He-Man figures each sold separately. Spikecore! No one can stop the spike-studded armor of the mighty Spikecore! Not even me, you muscle-bound porcupine! Not even you, He-Man! Spikecore is new from the Masters of the Universe collection. Other action figures each sold separately from Mattel. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into listener feedback and questions. First up, Alias Angel Alias uh, dropped a few messages on our blog, and this is actually a a while ago, so sorry, uh, Peter, I didn't get back to you sooner on the blog. Uh, But he said he's glad we're back, glad to see we've put out so many episodes already because he's got a nice backlog to listen to. Um, and he's curious what we have up our sleeves for our hundredth episode. Roof and all. <laughs> yeah, I was say, uh, a lot of vodka. I got really drunk and fell asleep. Uh, Roger had to go to work. And me and a... me and Vern though are still buzzing strong. We are. We are. <laughs> Too. I I've drinking way more than I should. Yes. So, uh, and I'm going to be the one responsible for our daughter. So don't tell the. <laughs> Hey, I was going to sponsor my sister, and I pawned that off. Hey, just just think, you get to explain to your parents how to use Uber now. I know. <laughs> uh, I know your car's not working right now, oh, but dude, dude, uh, I know I'm already. I'm getting the my, my I'm I'm 42, and my dad is going to call me tomorrow and talk to me like a 16 year old. I already know it's coming. <laughs> I already know it's coming. Were you high on drugs? Yeah. You can't just leave your sister there, boy. Yep. What the hell are you thinking? She could have got raped. She could have got murdered. What the if fuck I are tell you my doing over there? Out, if I tell my dad I'm going out, he'll be like, listen, son, behave yourself. Remember, these people today, they don't they don't fight with their fists anymore. It's a gun or a knife. <laughs> I hear that shit all the time. Man. I'm like, yes, daddy. <laughs> All right, we did get um, a couple voicemails. They're both from the same person, because if you didn't know, our voicemail has a three-minute time limit. Uh, So uh, we've got about five minutes of voicemails here that we're going to listen to. This is a longtime listener, first-time caller. Mike from Bolston is representing. uh, Wait, wait, wait. Mike from what? Boston. Boston. He said Boston. Boston? That's, that's my really piss poor uh, uh, southwestern version of a Boston. That was a great Libyan Englishman immigrant drunk as fuck impression. <laughs> All right. Uh, so so first up, Vern, you're you're right there in yeah. Baltimore. You're 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 a spitting distance yep. from Massachusetts. Can you do a good Boston ass? It's accent? Boston. The Boston Red Sox. It's, everything is a little it's, accented. Yeah. But a, it's Boston. Yeah, it's Boston. I'm from it's the Yard. A, Come to Camden Yards and watch the Red yeah. Sox. Okay, okay I can see. That. And and Swage, you, you got the same. Does this guy Boston? You're, you're right by Massachusetts, right? Swage, Ohio's right by Boston. Yeah. Oh, we're <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah, we're right there. I can there, tell man. you one thing about Boston. Yeah. Orioles fans Ohio, don't like Ohio, right next door to Ravens America. fans don't like the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, you know we're just a little bit above Maine though, so you know. Yeah, that's true. That is true. He's closer to Maine than <laughs> Hawaii. Isn't Hawaii like right next door? Like, well, we're li- we're a little east of South Carolina, so just you know, get a little <laughs> bit in there. 
Now, I know west of Texas, <laughs> besides if it's the northwest. Oh, my God. I don't know really where Idaho is. I know it's somewhere over there by Washington and, uh, and uh, <laughs> the one, Oregon. Yeah, I know it's there. Uh, Dave, can you do a good Boston accent? Well, it's not far to park your car in the... Uh, that's more Maine accent, actually. Never mind. Whoa. That sounded good, Ta- Dave. That sounded Boston. That's that's like from Did Joel. I thought it was more Maine. Yeah. Like, it sounded good. To park your car in the yard. In the yard. <laughs> I like the Red Sox. That sounds... That's Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Beers. A tiger shark a what? Actually, everybody's laughing at me. Well, of course we are, because you don't. <laughs> apparently, you've never seen a map and, and, of the. And, yeah, and Slick goes, Boston. <laughs> Boston. <laughs> we are not going to have any Boston fans left after this show. No, they'll just want to beat my ass. They'll still <laughs> just be looking for me at cons. <laughs> Coming up to you with the Red Sox hat on. Yeah, I am a Yankees fan, Mike. Oh, you're fucking. Oh, I know. In the one home, the one uh, home game I've ever seen uh, Yankee Stadium was against Boston. Oh, that had to be fist fights. Oh yeah, yeah. there. This guy in a pink shirt almost got his ass kicked. Oh yeah. And, and all the New Yorkers kept saying he must be from Boston because people in New York <laughs> wear shirts. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have some balls where like any Red Sox paraphernalia to a to a Yankee game for sure. All right, let's go ahead and get into these voicemails. Um, I'm gonna try to play them. Um, oh no, this is gonna play on here. You want me to try uh, it? Yeah, if you've got the show notes, right, see. Let me, let me, I'll click it up. All right, here we go. Slick my favorite. Mike from Boston. I haven't to call you for a long time. I've been listening to you for a long time, and I've enjoyed the show. I'm so glad you guys are back. Your format's great. Um, even though we, uh, me and my wife listen, and uh, we both miss my favorite. But um, the new hosts are awesome. Um, calling today uh, to talk about, actually, Star Wars Black Series. Uh, when the Black Series was announced, the Six Inch, um, I always said it was a dream of mine to have six-inch Star Wars figures. And when they showed that first Boba Fett, I was over the moon excited, and I, I can't even tell you how excited I was for those. And the first wave came out, and, you know, they were good. And, you know, R2-D2, um, one of my favorite characters, have a tattoo of R2-D2, uh, a little lackluster. Um, you know, and as the series came out, um, the paint jobs got floppier. I still continued to sell them. Um and then about six months ago, I got my hands on a Bandai figure Darth Maul. And after seeing what the Hasbro Black Series Darth Maul was selling for, um, I sold them on eBay. I, I bought the figure, um, made a little bit of money, and I sold all my Black Series once I started getting the figures. Right now, um, I have the Kylo Ren. I have the First Order Stormtrooper. I have Battle Droid Darth Maul. Captain Phasma, and the Jedi Luke. And if you haven't seen these figures or uh, held these figures in your hand, they're absolutely incredible. Uh, the detail is insane. Now, I, it's hard to compare them with Hasbro. Uh, yes, they are six-inch figures, but the price point, um, when you get them on pre-order, is about two to two and a half times as much as the Black Series figure. 
But um, the best thing about them is they're printing the faces on rather than painting. So you're guaranteed uh, perfect eyes, perfect lips, uh, just great paint on the face where Hasbro, you don't know what you're getting. Uh, we have seen in the past that those sculpts that Hasbro does are nice, but they're, they look like toys, where these look like, um, they, they essentially look like t- tiny hot toys. Um, and I feel like they have more posability than some of the hot toys because some of the hot toys use uh, uh, actual cloth. So, uh, but essentially, uh, I know this is a long voicemail, but the SH figure arts Star Wars figures are out of this world. They are so good, and if you collect six-inch figures, you need to do yourself a favor and check them out. Um, and hopefully, I know right now, you can only order them overseas, and people import them and sell them on Amazon, which is where I got a few. Um, you pay a little bit extra, but um, there has been rumors going around that Disney will be opening up uh, more, uh, I can't remember the exact terminology, but there's a possibility that they will be imported in and you'll be able to get uh, more Star Wars. Well, I got cut off, Mike from Boston again, but to finish my thought, um, so yes, these figures you'll be able to pick up um, hopefully someday at uh, Barnes & Noble, where right now you can get figure arts, just not specifically the Star Wars figure art. Uh, and also, uh, plug for Bandai, their Star Wars model kits, uh, specifically the first order Stormtrooper, uh, the DB8 R2D2, around a $25 price point. Those are also unbelievable. They're very light. Um, they're not as hefty feeling as the Black Series, but they have just as much or more posability. Um, and instead of paint jobs, there are pieces that fit together to create the different colors. So they're beautifully detailed. The panel lining is just they're, I mean, figure arts are nicer because they're already put together and they're actual figures. But the model kits are a little more fragile, lighter, but they're tons of fun. Um, I can't say enough good things about what Bandai is doing for Star Wars. Um, thumbs up to Disney for um, taking that license and handing it off to them. So for people who are complaining about Star Wars Black Series being a quote-unquote adult line, uh, the true adult line is the SH figure arts. And if, that, if that's what you're looking for, Step up to that, and you will not be disappointed. Um, take a look at the Mates Windu coming out. It looks unbelievable. Take a look at the Tatooine Luke. looks unbelievable. They showed uh, Han Solo. There's, again, there is no comparison between the Black Series and the figure arts. Uh, so check them out, guys. All right, sorry about the long email, and uh, or excuse me, the long um, voicemail, and um, be sure to call in again. Um, hopefully this makes it on. Uh, episode 100. Uh, congratulations, guys, and keep up all the good work. It definitely is not falling on deaf ears. I'm massively enjoying the show. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right. Thanks, Mike, for calling in. That's awesome to hear. Um, if uh, Mrs. McFavorite was not uh, passed out snoring behind me, <laughs> I'm sure she would really appreciate uh, that you want your wife and you miss her being on the show. Uh, I, I did, too, uh, and I was hoping she would play a bigger part in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Life is what it is, right? You There's know, always episode 200. I only have one SF figure figure. It's not Star Wars, and it it, it is amazing. Uh, I, I'm kind of with you. It's the price point that kills it for me. That they're uh, 
after you include shipping once it's imported or or if you at shipping uh you're looking about two and a half times the cost of black series that's what's kept me out of it um but i know uh skull face from shattered cast he he swears by the figure arts uh collection if you want to be a high-end star wars action figure collector um so and and like you say luckily you got in early on because that that first wave or two of the black series could easily pay for you know a first wave or two of the s sf figure arts uh series uh, what i'm really curious about is the the bandai model kits because i'm a big model guy um, at least, at least snap models, not traditional cutout glue paint models. But uh, sounds like these Bandai kits are are exactly that kind of snap together kits. Um, and and I do dig how the molded pieces create what would be traditionally done by a, a paint application on on Western action figures. Uh, Swage, I know you probably have no interest, right? Star Wars, blah. Man, I've had one figure arts thing. I think I think it was a figure arts, but it was a Metroid Samus, and uh, that's one of those things that I touched once and I can't ever touch again because I will spend every fucking penny I have on that shit. <laughs> that's those are the those are the kind of things that I really like to look at for very short periods of time only because I have to be strict with myself. But but the model kit thing, actually, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, like 25 bucks, that sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, Dave, this is out of your scale, right? So not a lot of interest? Yeah, not too much. I actually know someone here in town who was looking at some of those Bandai kits to supplement his Black Series collection because they have like 3PO and couple other characters i haven't done yet so I've, I've heard of them and then Vern, they're they are i admire them from afar but they're out of my price range as far as collecting i mean i only have a certain amount of money i can spend a month you know to put towards toys and stuff um i know that if i started collecting those i'd be up shit's creek <laughs> but the model kits are definitely intriguing for 25 dollars for sure yeah and and to me, like I say, I, I'm kind of the same way as is even when I'm buying black series because I'm cherry picking, I'm not like, oh, here's a figure I'm buying it. I'm waiting until Toys R Us has a buy one, get one forty percent off sale or you know, Target runs a fifteen percent off all Star Wars stuff. So I'm not even paying 20 bucks for my Black Series stuff just because it, it, it just doesn't matter that much to me. Um, but like I say, big props. I would We would love to hear your thoughts on uh, new figures that come out. Those lines don't seem to get covered by the traditional news channels, uh, you know, like Rebel Scum or Jedi Temple Archives or Yak Face. Um, so yeah, man, if you, if you'd call in when you receive these figures off a pre-order, we would love to hear your thoughts because 
I mean, that that's really where a lot of us are getting. If you don't have multiple lines, the lines you do collect should be the best lines possible. And that's what Transformers masterpieces are. That's what classics are, you know, so... We would love to hear your thoughts as you get more of this stuff in. And it and it sounds like the Bandai model kits have a lot of interest even by, you know, uh, casual collectors of that scale. So definitely hit us back up, Mike. And thanks for thanks for being our one and only voicemail on our 100th episode. It, it means a lot to me and, and hopefully to the guys, too. And uh, when Mrs. McFavorite wakes up, I'm sure to her, too. Yeah, please call back. Leave us more. Who the fuck is Mike? (laughs) Why is he calling me? All right, right, we're coming up on the three-hour mark, so let's get through this grab bag here. Uh, uh, Dave, this was yours. Uh, Force Awaken Retailer Exclusives. And I linked to a different article just because uh, uh, StarWars.com updated theirs with the... Uh, but assuming you're you're buying this, the night at midnight release or Tuesday, right? Uh, no, not the midnight release. Um, I was, you know, actually the article seemed more interesting until like like they updated it because like all the... All the Target exclusives are like a, a download thing. They're not on the discs. Uh, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, like like in retrospect, it was kind of a dud article because it's basically just like different covers for everything. Best Buy has a steel book. I think Target has the BB-8 cover. Um, Walmart. Walmart, okay. Well, I mean, basically it just boils down to different covers for the same movie. So it's like, oh, okay, that's that's great. Yeah, the only thing that kind of caught my eye was uh, the Disney store has a free lithograph. And weird, like I didn't realize that Disney store sold media, but I guess this is the brave news from here for them. And I couldn't, when I Googled it, I couldn't find the lithograph that they're giving away and it's and it's wall supplies last so who knows if it's 10 per store or 100 per store or whatever but yeah the 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 target extra 20 minutes of exclusives and it's all downloadable was kind of eh yeah it's kind of crummy i personally like the the standard release uh of it of the cover better than any of the other ones myself. Um, I did read some forum posts about the steel book that the steel book, uh, doesn't resemble the previous star Wars steel books that they've put out like whatsoever. So people are kind of pissed about that. That's a whole concept that just, I, I don't understand. I'm buying a DVD, not a book. Not a book made of steel. Like I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why it's a thing. I don't understand why people care. I'm not knocking people who do care. It's just bizarre to me. It's like it's a book. It's steel. Yeah, I just want my movie. Well, yeah, it's just a steel case. In the past, studios and the deleted scenes. That's all I care about. I don't care yeah, if, you're, if it's a book. I want made the of documentary, the, ha- the making of the documentary, and deleted scenes. That's all I care about. Yeah. All I care about. <laughs> 
Yep. And the still book, to their credit, in the past has usually contained more bonus features than the okay. standard. Um, and that's the only thing I know about it because, yeah, I don't get sucked into the whole steel book bullshit either. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I posted this just because there were a lot of news articles on it and it's what you posted thing. But you're right. I, I'll, I'll be buying it the day it comes out because I still haven't seen the whole thing, <laughs> even with my uh, completely legitimate uh, downloaded version of it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like, wow. You know, it, it, to me, it's kind of like Avatar. When Avatar came out, I thought there was going to be all this amazing stuff because I, I may be in the minority, but I really loved Avatar, even if it was Pocahontas with 3D blue rabbits, you know. Um, but I really loved it, and the initial release was. So I think they're completely setting this up for some fancy re-release during the holiday season or maybe right before rogue one or something like that um all right uh transformers uh just basically comic news outside of toys uh transformers what if optimus prime never died uh that's uh transformers deviations that came out last week so if you're interested in reading a comic about what happened if Prime never died, you can probably pick that up at your comic shop. And I'm going to touch on that because I just re-looked at that link, and uh, my interest is now sparked in this because it's not just what if Optimus didn't die, but in the preview that they show in the link, he blows Megatron's head off. <laughs> So that, I did not see that coming. I thought maybe he just wasn't going to die. But seeing that panel, yeah, I may have to check that out. That's pretty fucking sweet. Like, what if he fucking bossed that shit? Like, fucking... Yeah, I mean, that's the preview like, panel. I'm boss. Oh, yeah, I mean, you see that coming, but, I mean, damn. Like, he just straight up blew his fucking helmet straight the fuck out of the universe. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. I like that shit. That's nice. And then uh, one of the better stories we've got, even if I absolutely despise the artwork, I understand what they're going for. I just hate it. You know, sometimes it's not better to relate to relive the past. Uh, Transformers versus G.I. Joe will be ending with episode 13 um, without a lot of explanation of what. Did you say thank Christ, Dave? That, that thing is awful. It's... Oh, see, I like the story. I just don't like the fucking art. Ugh. I just I just remember there's one where they have all the animals and they all get eaten by like like everything is like every, all the G.I. Joe's die horribly or and it's like ugh. <laughs> And then the art is, like, some three-year-old. Yeah, well, the art is a throwback to, like, 83 or 84, supposedly. I think it looks even worse than that myself, but, yeah. Are we talking, like, like the year of our Lord 0083? 0084? <laughs> <laughs> and then something actually really cool, but way more expensive than I would ever pay for, is we have Optimus Prime comic boxes. 
so I don't know. Dave, do you collect comics or do you have long or short boxes? No. Okay. That's pretty so, cool. I, I like that. Yeah, I, I sixty bucks do. though. No, uh, absolutely. So, I, I could make a box and draw that myself on there. Exactly. So what we're talking about are boxes that are anywhere from six to ten dollars retail. I mean, granted, these are probably glossy printed, blah blah blah. But yeah, just a little too expensive yeah. for what they are. Cool idea. Uh, too expensive. What? I said a cool idea, <clears throat> but very expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, if that's too expensive, something that's free <laughs> is, uh, masters of the universe patents. Uh, so it's kind of cool that, uh, this is a blog I've been following for a while. It's called battle Ram. Um, it goes into ultra deep detail about its subject matter. So it'll tackle one figure and it'll literally post everything it has on it. From the vintage era, at least. It doesn't go classics or Mike Young. Yeah, uh, some of these would be cool if you printed them out like an 8x10 and framed them, you know, hung them up. Exactly. Yeah. And and the reason why I wanted to focus on this was not only for Masters, but uh, Shattered Cast. Uh, uh, T2X6 on there has been doing some research and has found a lot of the Transformers patents. Because... Oh. This stuff is all freely available. It's all it's all Freedom of Information Act stuff uh, from the Patent Office. You just have to know what to look for. Like you can't search Optimus Prime. It's that's not going to show up, show the patent. You have to. It's like it's like transforming semi truck robot. You know, kind of thing. Right. And, and so people are starting to mine these. T2RX6 is one of the first. Um, now uh, Battle Ram is doing it for Masters of the Universe. And and it's really cool. It's, it's blow-ups. It's details about things that are specific to these toys. And, and I'm, I'm kind of with you, Vern. If somebody... And, and I think T2RX6 started doing this because somebody on Etsy sells these as like framed artwork yeah and because he works in an industry where he works he's an engineer and he works with the patent office himself he's like shit i know you can find these online so he started searching for them um and you can get really good copies yeah i mean like the basosaurus looks great um yeah the um the uh, not the slime pit but the what was the Horde's uh, lair called? Fright Zone? The Fright Zone looks really cool where the puppets come through the wall. Yeah. And they've got the Horde Trooper that yeah. has, has a blow part of Yeah, where he chest. falls apart and stuff. Mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, I mean, these are really cool. Yep. So I just wanted to point these out. If you're where interested. Where you this at? Uh, this is BattleRam.com. Okay. And... and They've only been posting for about three or four months, but they have tons of three or four months, about six to eight months. Um, So what I've been doing to try to keep up with it, because the articles are long. I mean, they go into so much depth, is I I subscribe to the blog. So each time they post a new blog entry, I go back and I read the second to the last old entry as well. 
So I figure once they've released enough, they'll kind of meet in the middle eventually. Um, because I'm really digging it. I mean, it's, it's pulling stuff from, uh, the power and honor foundation books. It's pulling stuff from the art of masters of the universe book, the SDCC one that is ridiculously hard to get, um, as well as private collections. Like he calls out, he's like, yeah, I could never afford this, that this is from this collector kind of thing. So it's a great blog to look into if you're interested in kind of the history of vintage Masters of the yeah, Universe. Yeah, this is right up my alley. And then the last one, again, grab bag. So it doesn't really have anything to do with toys. It doesn't even have anything to do with G.I. Joe, but it's about the closest thing I could find. Uh, is remembering the father of the A-10 uh, Thunderbolt or the Warthog, or as we would know it, uh, the Rattler. And one, I had no idea the Rattler was this close to an actual vehicle. Okay, who's playing it? Yeah, it, it I clicked the <laughs> So, but that, that goes to show you if you just want to go watch like a minute and a half video about it, go check it out. Um, but the article itself is amazing. Um, if you didn't know, this this plane, the Rattler, is still in use to today. Uh, as it, it's all about ground troop reinforcement. So it's not. Uh, a I was going to say, I never knew it was a real plane. To be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. You mean the A10, the A10 Thunderbolt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's amazing that it's still in use and it's cool what it's used for too is it's a ground troop support thing so it, it's got the huge uh gatling cannon in the in the nose it's got all the bombs and everything because all it's there to do is take care of uh ground troops and Thanks. bomb the shit out of anybody in their way and shoot them and all this kind of shit um but yeah i was amazed how how spot on to model the Rattler is to this. Because I, I knew the yeah. plane existed, I just didn't realize it was this accurate. Um, so yeah, so that's it. Um, yeah, I, I, I really wish Mrs. McFavorite would have stayed conscious. I uh, really wish Roger hadn't had to leave early. Um, <laughs> but uh, this Episode 100 is a show of regrets. <laughs> But this is what I wanted episode 100 to be. I think a lot of casts tend to make this huge deal about milestones and do something special and all that. And I think that's great for them if that's what they want to do. But I think uh, uh, some of the beauty that lies in Open Your Toys cast is, is we've never tried to go beyond what we are. And we're just people that want to talk about toys, whether it's my wife telling me that it's ridiculous or it's a round table of experts uh, giving amazing insight into lines that I felt I was an expert on and I learned something every episode. Um, you know, Open Your Toys cast is about the toys and and it's about talking about them. And, and that's what we did tonight and I'm glad we didn't do anything different. Uh, so... I know you guys haven't 
been on the show long. Um, some of you have listened to it longer than you've been on it. Um, but, uh, Dave, any words of wisdom? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> you want to chime in at all? <laughs> I just want to say thanks to everybody that checks us out and especially the guys that interact and, you know, either send voicemails, emails, comment on Facebook stuff, anything. I mean, that's, you know, that, that's what really makes it even more fun is getting to hear back from people that, you know, can get into the show and enjoy it. And we'll take the time to just let us know that they're there, you know, especially like today, Mike, uh, you know, we've had Dan call in a couple of times and he comments on stuff, you know, stuff like that is, you know, for me, that's more of like the, the main kicker. Nice, nice, Vern. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, same thing. Swade said it's it's nice to hear from the people who listen to the show. Um, I don't I don't even want to call them fans. I just call them friends. You know what I mean? I, I they're just people like us who like to talk toys and 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 are passionate about the same things we are. Um, and I want to thank Jason and and all you guys um, for just you know being on the show and and you know all you're all great guys. Um, I'm honored to be a part of this whole thing and. Um, I hope we have many, many more shows to go, and and we'll be celebrating 200 before we know it. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, we will see you sooner rather than later, or later rather than sooner. Peace. 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 Peace.